You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast. Been gone for a minute, but we bike. We are here. Um, I'm going to be real with y'all. We took Easter off. We took Easter weekend off because uh, I don't know about y'all. Well, I can't relate because I ain't got no kids, but having kids um, at Easter, it's a lot going on. So Candace was like, hey, nigga, look, we're going to take, we gonna take this week off. Hey, nigga. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, nigga, look. Hey, Candace was like, hey, nigga, we're going to take this week off. And I was like, okay, cool, bet. So that's why we took Easter weekend off, but we are back. Uh, speaking of Candace, she is out on maternity leave as she has, over this recording, has officially um, became a mommy of two. Um, she Yay. had she had little Taj uh, yesterday, actually. Um, so she has been posting, you know, pictures of a beautiful little Taj. Um, we welcome my little, my, my little nephew. Um, so congratulations to her and to Mike. Um, have being both parents of two now, so she is out on maternity leave. So I'm gonna hold it down. Um, but having said all that, I'm not holding it down alone. Um, being that Candace is uh, way smarter than me, uh, she has lined up a a litany of guests, uh, friends of the show, friends of the network, to help me hold it down while she is out on maternity leave. Um, and the first of them being, you heard her, <laughs> you heard her commentary in my opening spiel. <laughs> friend of the show, friend of the network, return guest. We have Stephanie of the Mocha Minutes podcast and all fifty other living podcasts. She got <laughs> Stephanie. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. How you doing? Hi. I'm good now. Now I gotta figure out what these other podcasts. So I am good. You know, I you know y'all my babies, and I was like, oh my baby, she my Midwestern baby mama, my Midwestern baby mama. Had Midwestern baby. baby mama, that is hilarious. No, it's like that's she my. I got a I got a West Coast. I think I might have an East Coast. I don't know. I just be having babies all over the place. Allegedly, <laughs> I'm very excited. Congrats to Candace. Thanks for having me back. Because y'all know I love I love when I can like zip up my um dragon peplum dress with the fam well you're gonna have a lot to do because we lord knows we got some bozos um network uh any network announcements i can think of oh shit the biggest network announcement um like i said congratulations to candace and mike Mm -hmm. for uh uh, the arrival of young taj Uh, other network announcements listen just listen support the show support the network perk some merch sign up to the patreon uh, five dollars to get you uh good things. Ten dollars get you everything. Uh, sign up at the blue noise level, the red noise level, all of that good stuff. Get you some great hashtag content. Uh, behind the paywall, support the network, keep everything afloat. Um, we appreciate your support. Listen to uh, we have something for everybody. We have you know we have uh jokes and you know sometimes sports and pop culture with me and Bianca on Crown and Collars. We have Bring It Back where we discuss music. We just did an episode honoring. Um, the late great Prince. Um, we have uh, Ratchet Reloaded, which will be coming uh, uh, next week. Um, again, with Candace being out, you know, uh, bringing Taj in. Uh, we did not record it this weekend, but it will be. We will be doing it next week. And <laughs> spoiler: Stephanie will be on <laughs> the next Ratchet Reloaded. So look forward. Spoiler to- alert! 
So look forward to that. Um, we had Gary with uh with Mystic Moments. Uh, I think uh, Bree is coming in with some new content very soon. You got well, Mike probably gonna be out on maternity leave too. Uh, with but be sure to um catch up on episodes of Manga as Manga. Um, being free with with Simone. You have the weekly wind down. Um, you have Love Drop podcast with Tia and Tia and Randy. So we got a whole bunch of stuff over here. Good content. Good people. Um, we're bringing y'all this a lot of good black content. So again, fuck with the winning team. And I think that's all the announcements. I don't talk too damn much. Um, so let's get into, oh, where are my manners? Be sure to check out the Mocha Minutes podcast. Stephanie has been at this thing for how many years now, Stephanie? It'll be four years in September. Ooh, you getting up there, girl. Uh, I'm getting <laughs> sassy now. <laughs> Listen, Stephanie has been doing this thing for well, for a long time, a long time and a good time. Uh, great content. Uh, like I said, she got like 50 other, 50 level other goddamn shows. But you know what? All of them are good. You know, listen, mama be out here working. Make sure you support. The link to all her stuff will be in the show notes in the bio. Uh, Stephanie, just give the people a little bit about what you're doing, what you got planned in the future, and just all things Mocha Menace and all the other wonderful shows that you, you are doing. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Yeah, so the Mocha Minutes podcast, if you guys haven't checked it out, it is a weekly topical podcast. What I talk about on the show every week is potpourri, but please believe the conversation will have nuance. So I talk about basically all the hot topics, reality TV. I'm definitely, because I'm a Bravo watcher, I watch a lot of Bravo. But yeah, it's always a mixed bag of what I'm going to talk about. And I have a new guest every week. I just did a conversation series that ended a couple of weeks ago about colorism. And so... I think, even though I did this last year, I'm saying that the conversation series is annual, but I feel like I need to move it up to quarterly because, well, some of y'all niggas are niggas and I'm tired of them niggas being niggas. And I'm, let's add in Clubhouse because man, y'all are niggering on um the, the, the ghetto tree house and I'm tired of y'all. I'm, I'm so tired of y'all. It's like, it's the ghetto tree house because I swear it's like people, the girls are fighting. <laughs> and I was in the room, I think it was like Friday and you watch all these people imploding about this person. I was like, I don't know who this is. And then I realized who it was. I'm like, oh, that's, yeah. Mm, that's off my good, my God. But Mokuman Podcast, I am working on starting a Patreon. I am thinking about how I want to bring back Ratchet Aunties and Uncles because we took a um I took a really big hiatus last year. And with everything going on with all four of us, um, you know, it's kind of we haven't been recording. So definitely want to get back to Ratchet Ramblings. And I have also been thinking about um two oh, can't believe I'm saying two. Two other shows that I want to do. One is Bravo related, but mm, some people in Bravo, yeah, that's another all my conversation people who run these bravo accounts get on my damn nerves and they just being ridiculous for no fucking reason y'all y'all acting like um dummy heads behind people that you don't fucking know it's like i, I need y'all to stop this i'm like girl they are not fucking you sucking you or keeping you employed so i need y'all to stop acting like head asses for real it's like i'm, I'm, I'm sick of y'all shit um, but then I also want to do a mental health um, podcast. So yeah, this falls in the air, things I want to do. And uh, it's 2021. I'm fully vaccinated. So it's over for y'all hoes. And I'm turning 40 in August. So there's a lot that's going on. And I'm trying to think of what I want to do. But yeah, that is the Mocha Minutes podcast. Taria from What Else Is Going On always makes fun of me. She's like, Stephanie can talk about every, everything, including the China Peace Treaty. I'm like, now I got to go look that shit up so I can talk about it. But do I want to talk about it? I probably could. I don't know. Yeah, that's all I get. 
That's all I got, y'all. I just love being here. Well, we love having you. Thank you for that, Stephanie. So again, be sure to check out Mocha Menace Podcast. The link for the link to Mocha Menace will be in the show notes. Now that we got all that out of the way, mm-hmm. let's talk about these bozos. Ooh. Um, first, first up, <clears throat> let's um let's discuss gender scam, shall we? Um, oh, if you don't know, um, if you are unaware, um, if you have been in my uh Jen Shaw, um <laughs> for better or worse, mostly worse, breakout star from um Real Housewives of Salt Lake City last season. Um, she was arrested. Um, she was arrested for fraud. Um, <laughs> she was arrested and charged with conspiracy to commit wild fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering, mm-hmm. um, which she pled not guilty to on April 2nd. Uh, federal prosecutors have accused the reality star and her assistant, Stuart Smith, of running a years-long telemarketing scheme allegedly defrauding thousands of vulnerable victims, many of them elderly out of millions of dollars. Now, when them goddamn audio leaks hit Twitter, mm-hmm. I was like, I know you fucking lying. This motherfucker Jen been calling me about this damn extended warranty for 10 goddamn <laughs> years now. <laughs> like, nigga, I'm like, this dead-ass huh? That been harassing me about these damn loans. And this damn it won't extend the warranty. Listen, I felt like I was, I felt like at the end of, um, at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, it was Jen. Mm-mm. It was Jen, it was Jen Shaw all along. So this motherfucker, so this motherfucker got out of for being a scammer, which, I mean, and shout out to, um, shout out to our friend of the show and good sis, uh, Brooke, you know, the Brooke, hey, Brooke Ashley. Brooke Ashley, yes. I, listen, when I seen that shit, I had, I had it, I was like, where the hell Brooke at? Cause I need, I need the tea. I need Shia. the information. I need, I need to know. Um, cause y'all know I love me. Um, the mess. So listen, it came out that Jim was lying about that goddamn house. Uh, it mm-hmm. she was lying about she was lying about her. <laughs> and honestly, in hindsight, when you think about it and think about what she was saying that she act like when you think about it, every woman on the show had something they was doing. Then you get to Jen and it's like, okay, well, Jen, what do you do? And the way she was describing that shit, looking at back the reunion, at the reunion, yes. yeah, yeah. It was like, why am I listening? Why well, I feel like I'm listening to a pyramid scheme? And you and took it the was words like, right out of my mouth, Stephanie. Because she was like, so, why do I feel, I was like, and Andy just like, oh, okay, Andrew, now you know that sound fishy. And I was like, mm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm sitting up here like, now, now, Andy, you done sat through Phaedra Parts. Now, you Honey, done doing damn well. And Vicky Gumbson, you have sat with scammers, okay? Exactly. And liars. So you, you didn't even press it. Like, exactly. I, I'm sorry. I'd be like, Especially I'm sorry, so I don't like, know what it means. And it didn't make sense because when they rightfully pressed, um, pressed Mary about being a damn scammer, but y'all just let Jen cook. Mm-hmm. So, like, like notice we don't we ain't hear nothing about Miss Mary and she frauding people. I'm like, if them dummies and them church and them four walls, because they think God just live in that building, giving her money, that's not fraud. Because literally, that's just that's just church. <laughs> Now, if you want to say church is a scam, I won't hold you. I'm like, I won't hold. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'll, I, I I'll, bet you make your points, and I'll be like, you know what, you're right. Mm-hmm. And I'll be inclined to agree. Right. But it, that that in itself is not fraud. That's just the church, which you know, again, if you want to call church the institution of church a fraud, I'll be inclined to agree. Right. Oh, uh, but this this listen, my goddamn uh, Jen Shopping, she's trying to tap you out here. Um. Mm. So. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> Jen Tapia. Uh, so, but even with, <laughs> even with this, because um, I have this from Reality Blurb, uh, mm-hmm. Jen has made it clear that she still like to continue filming despite the the, the the damn I can't talk despite the nature of the um, the serious nature of the allegation. Um, mm-hmm. uh, as you know, we all know if if she do continue to film, we know damn well this shit gonna be in the storyline. Um, which speaking of which, the rest of her castmates or you know potential. 
uh, castmates, they um, responded. You know, they have, mm-hmm. you know, things to say. Um, as I have this here now from Cheat Sheet. Um, let me see. Uh, it turns out that the cast of the show was filming the day that, that Jen was arrested by federal authorities. The, yep. rest of the cast stars were getting ready to go to their cast trip to Colorado, but Jen all of a sudden had an emergency trip and left location. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, you know, you real down bad when you get arrested while filming. Mm-hmm. You know, you real down bad. She gonna lie and say her husband was sick. Oh, I'm sorry, my husband's sick. I gotta go. Girl. Mm-hmm. Now, nigga. Exactly. Saying that she had an emergency with her husband. Then five minutes later, the goddamn FBI looking for you and shit. Um, but apparently, according to the cast, Jen has talked to them and she said, you know, she is really humiliated by all this happening in the public eye and that it will be shown on Bravo. But that's, it's like, but that's what you signed up for. You know, that's what you signed up for when you do these reality TV shows. Put a pin in that because we'll, mm-hmm. we'll circle around back to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I just want to know. I just want to know, Jen, was it worth it? That's just really what I want to know. Was it, was it worth it to put your, not only put, because honestly, fuck Jen, because she a bozo. But was it worth it to put your family and your husband through this? Because I started thinking, like, I know her husband got to be somewhere. Like, I know you fucking lying. Right. Because I'm sitting here, like, we have not seen Coach Shaw. And um, you can lie and say he's busy at work. I'm like, yeah, okay. But notice he didn't come. I don't think he came with her when she decided to hop her Tongan ass into the courtroom with those um braids because you know she's black by insertion, so she feel like she. Now can I will do this say them, them braids did look good. I will. I, I mean, I would. The, the beat was ferocious. I'm not yeah. even going to hold you. I'm yeah. like whoever did her makeup. You. I'm like I applaud you. I'm like because you did that, and then after she, you know, quote unquote, got back. Um, I won't say posted bail because I I think there's a contention on if she actually put up all the money mm. for it. Then she got a, uh, a, a silk press for her hair so the braids came out. Homegirl putting on her story, Acons locked up. I said, what the, what in the world? And then said, I think she had a story where it had hashtag stop Asian hate and I went oh girl. See, oh, girl. this is why oh, I said I'm really tired of y'all bozos trying to use this whole thing. I'm like, don't make her an example. She's still a person. She's still human. Bitch, fuck you. I'm like, I'm tired of y'all. It's like See, do this for people who are not, who is not physically and verbally abusive to her staff. I'm not talking about the clothing designer because one, I don't know who he is. And also I don't know who he is. Someone who is lying, someone who's aggressive with her staff, someone who can't hop her happy ass on her whole Instagram live and say that she's sorry for saying if silencing me is like putting the knee to my neck. So when people pressed her, she was like, I'm sorry. I don't know what y'all heard, but that's not what I said. I didn't say anything about George Floyd. Bitch, nobody's arguing semantics with you. You know what the fuck you said. You couldn't even just hop your happy ass and say my word choice was poor and it's like based on everything going on, that was literally not the the comparison to do and I'm sorry. She can't do that shit. But then you hop your happy ass on a black podcast <laughs> and thinking that shit is okay. No, it's not, Jen. You can go directly to hell. Stay the fucking jail. Go back there. Go back there. Like, I, I want them to keep you. I am not a prisoner abolitionist. Lock that bitch right on up. And, and her one of eight assistants, allegedly. Yeah, lock his ass up too. I'm like, I'm so sick of y'all. I'm tired of people scamming old people and thinking that shit is cute. It's like, it's not cute at fucking all. Leave people alone. Make your money the legal way. Stop stop engaging with foolishness. Disengage with being a scammer and a fraud. All I Listen, all I hope is that the husband get out. Get out while you can, nigga. Because um, again, you know, again, shout out to our good sis, Brooke. She did give me the like, she did give me, you know, the rundown and the skimmy, the, the, the skimmy. <laughs> the, the, uh, 
the skinny because I had questions. So I was like, so do this nigga know? Like, is he in on it? And of course, again, according to our good sis Brooke, he is legit. Like his coaching job, like, you know, we made jokes, you know, but his coaching job is legit and he is a lawyer. Uh, or works with, you know, in the legal field, you know, part-time, which also is why I was like, he looking at this shit like, girl, I know you, f- girl, you gonna do this and I'm a whole ass lawyer, like, what is you doing? Mm-hmm. So my, so what I would say to, to him is get out, nigga. You see this, this get ship is sinking, this ship is sinking, get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Listen, don't be like, don't be like them motherfuckers that were playing them damn violins when the Titanic was sinking, sure. boy, you get, get out. Get Pack out up while your violin you can. and get right on that little thing. Grab somebody's wayward kid and hop in the Liz, No, bed. no, get your kid and get out. Don't get <laughs> your kid and get out. Cause that is a sinking ship. Let her, excuse me, let her and um pseudo homecoming braids let that shit go. Not pseudo home. Okay. I'm let out. that shit <laughs> go. Leaf. I Leaf. still remember that tweet at the beginning of their season. Saying y'all may think you're gonna like the person that's currently the fan favorite is gonna be your fan favorite at the end of the season, and I can tell you that it's not gonna be. And damn, if they weren't right, I really don't know who it was, and I want to find it because I'm like, points are made because it's like they had a very good point because literally because homegirl started out with her Biden dress, everybody's like, oh, she's gonna be our fave, and then well. You find out she's literally low key a culture vulture and high key a fraud. Good luck, everybody. Uh, speaking of fraud, um, we hear this podcast. This is a this is an anti uh, Martel Holt uh, podcast. <laughs> uh, we do not uh, fuck with that nigga in any capacity, way, shape, or form. We not the actively, long way nor the short way. We we actively <laughs> threaten to beat him the fuck up every episode, mm. and we mean it because uh, Martell, don't get it twisted. We I I personally will beat beat your ass personally. Um, but during the pregame, uh, Stephanie put me <laughs> on to <laughs> an interview that he did. Um, honestly, as, as of four days ago of this recording. Well, he went on the Steve Harvey morning show um, as the strawberry letter because he wanted advice from Steve on how to move forward um, with Melody, I'm assuming in a co-parenting capacity because that's all he can really do um, because the divorce is final now. They are officially um, divorced. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is about what I expected. Um, It was really a bunch of him trying to justify the way he acted, um, both on and off the show, mm-hmm. um, him lying. It was a bunch of, of dead clock is right twice a day where Steve would make a good point and low-key drop a gem, but then fuck it up by going into his usual bag of misogyny and chauvinism. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot of... The women, um, Carla and what's the other lady name, Steph? I forget her. Um, Shirley. Shirley, yes, thank you so much. Uh, Shirley, um, trying to, um, I don't want to necessarily necessarily say hold Martell accountable, but just expressing why he is getting so much of the hate from women, um, viewers of the show, and mm-hmm. in general, um, and also just people with damn sense. Um, and it was a lot of it was a lot of Martell, um. Just being Martell, taking no accountability, and even Pretty if he much. did take accountability, it was half-ass. 
Um, it was a lot of him gaslighting the women on the show, um, lying to Steve um, and Tommy because Tommy was there as well, um, lying about what truly happened. Um, you know the timeline of event of events and everything. Um, the only man you know that really was on that show that even tried to hold him a bit accountable. Honestly, honestly, to be fair to him, honestly, actually hold him full accountable was Tommy. Um, right. which is crazy, right? Like Martel went on this show talking about you know I wanted to talk to Steve for his advice because I know he been there, and it's like okay, but if your goal Martel is to talk to somebody you know to do better, then you would not have talked to no damn Steve because you exactly what you're saying steve has been there meaning he has been you he is you meaning he is a nigga that don't take no damn accountability for his fuck-ups mm-hmm. so you want you didn't want advice you wanted a coddle because mm-hmm. your damn therapist wasn't coddling your ass Mm-mm. and he don't and that's not what a therapist is supposed to do and also um his therapist is very interesting because I'm glad he does have a therapist. But when he said it don't make you a bad person, and, no, yeah, you know, yeah, that's and, and that's I was sitting here me. like, yeah, that's when he lost. Me. Uh, who can like? Um, I'm sorry. Like no, generally are, speaking, up to I that point, it? I liked his therapist, mm-hmm. but he and I mean to be fair, it's not like I I still don't think like his therapist is a, is a bad therapist. But exactly. that particular part is where he lost, not completely, but he lost me on that point. Cause, right, nigga, you are a bad like, person. I'm like so, he's like, I'm not gonna sit here and call you a bad person. Can I sit there and do it? Because right, I do it exactly. <laughs> it, it, like, exactly. Let me relieve you of your duties. You're a right? bad person. <laughs> right. Let me throw you an alley. I mean, like I'm like no. Call, tap me in because I have no problem calling telling Marto Holt he's a piece of shit to his face. Because let me tell you something. I couldn't have been um Melody's brother. Is his name Marcus? Yes, Marcus. Because yes. we would have been scrapping right in that damn parking lot. I swear. He's like, I don't want my kids thinking the wrong idea about um relationships. I know you fucking lying. I'm like, wait a minute, sir. You done cheated on your their mama numerous times but you are mad if they spend their times with two men that are in a happy and monogamous 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 relationship have you lost your goddamn i'd have beat his ass it's like i mean you're cool i just don't want my kids around that what Uh uh-uh yep we won't fight i'm sorry we would have to fight i'm like there's no words melody will have been peeling me off your ass and i can guarantee you but i have a feeling melody wouldn't have stopped him like, why would you say that? I was like, oh, see, this is why you're garbage and you're always going to stay garbage, you piece of shit. I don't, I don't even know what to say. I was like, have you lost your mind? Why would you say that to him? You piece of shit asshole. Exactly. Um, but if you want to watch it and get the interview in its full context, you can find it on just honestly, just type in YouTube and search Martel Holt, Steve Harvey, and it'll pop up like it's the first video that's on Steve's actual account. Also, like I know he old and that comes with it. I mean, honestly, he never was honestly real good looking, but like Steve, Steve look like he looked like he looks a, good. I, mm, mm, he looks good. Mm. I was like, oh, okay. We're like, we, you know, mm. I, I might have slapped some more shellac on your lips. However, you do you look fine? I, mm, we we have different definitions of good, friend. Because I was up here looking like, look at this potato with some peach fuzz on it. Well, um, I'm saying like based on what I've seen, uh, I don't know. It's like maybe I just have a low bar for people in the um, pepperoni pizza because I'm like, if you're not looking like you um, you were hung, you're washed and hung wet. Then I'm like, oh, okay, you look fine to me. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I would have put some more shellac on them lips for real. I'm like, sir, where is your Carmex? Do you need some lip chap? Oh, shoot. Fuck, fuck lip. Hell, you the biggest his lips in your shit. Lip chap can't go and do it out there. That motherfucker need, <laughs> that motherfucker need a shot. Like if you could put like chip, like ch- like chapstick in like a gun and just shoot it at somebody's lip. That nigga need a chap gun. That's what the fuck he needs. You talking about lip? You talking about a a, a a stick, a bomb, a stick, a chap? Child, that mother. He need a he need a chap explosion. He need Not like chap explode, sir. That motherfucker need a missile. Not a missile, chap. But uh, but it's just it just again. This was just and then like like Steve, you know, suggested you know like excuse me, like you owe mail in a public apology, and it's like I'm pretty sure at like. At this point, Mill just wants she Martell wants to, just to leave, leave her, her the fuck alone, alone. and nice. find out a way to co-parent these damn kids, uh, and just because the damage is done, like this, you have been a pub, you have been, you have publicly been a fuckboy and caused the destruction of your family for eighty-four years now. Leave, leave, that woman been through enough. Leave Mill alone. Apologize if you must, but no. Please no, fuck it. Out. Don't even apologize. Just leave, leave her alone. At this point, it does not matter. It it doesn't it it does not matter. No one cares. You are public. You are a fuck boy. Everybody in the world sees it, mm-hmm. and it's just fuck you. And I also didn't like again. And see, that's why you can't give Steve Harvey nothing. Steve talking about all the men feel Martell. No, the fuck we don't. No, we don't. No, the fuck we listen. Let me tell. You, I am not all men. Fuck Martell. Cause again. Because uh, Steve was talking about, you know, everybody, you know, all men been where Martell is and undone it the wrong way like he did. No, the fuck we did. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, who is y'all? Maybe oh, you no. two niggas. You two niggas. Yes. And that's that's and that's why Martell came to you. But ain't no all. Mm-mm. Ain't no all. Don't be projecting that shit on me, Ricky Bobby, because because <laughs> first of all, even when I've been in relationships and things that got in rocket, I just left. Not cheated, but left. Because it, it tripped me out when Steve was like, he ain't do it right. <clears throat> you want to tell him how to do it right, Steve? Exactly, because that because he fucked up and slipped up. He said, he, Martel, you know, he cheated, but he didn't do it right. So you mean that's so there's a right a right way to cheat, Steve, is what you're telling me. If you telling me cheat respect, respectfully, I will beat y'all asses in here. And it was like, I, I think, and this, sometimes this is, it bothers me when I have, especially like, the big podcasts, the big ones that are ran, that are mainly hosted by black men and then they'll have women there. And it's kind of like, y'all want to talk over them. Cause I feel like Shirley and the other woman whose name I literally just forgot. Carla. Carla. I know. See, that's the thing. They watch the show. So I would think they would have more to say, but also they're also women. So mm-hmm. why, Steve, why are you giving him this bad advice? apologize in public no leave her the hell alone that's like you know because why why are you on this show you y'all divorce is final as of last month according to him um the baby is a newborn according to him you are not in love with her anymore so i'm sorry as robin dixon would say what is the issue What, what do you want it's like why why what was the reason why why did you do that sharon why are you here? For what? You're like, you want you want Papa Steve's um permission slip to vote, to go out and date? It's like, is that what you want? It's like you a grown ass man with four, I'm sorry, five children. 
It's like, you don't need somebody's permission. You want somebody to rubber stamp you and say this shit is okay. I'm like, sir, you're divorced. And the peasant you shot, whose club you shot up, had the baby in December. So I feel like you should be fine at this point. So that means you don't want to date the woman that you got pregnant and was cheating on it in a whole ass relationship with her. But you see, this is why Martell is the worst. And the bad part about it is how can he be the worst? And Marceau, Marceau Scott is really there. He's still there. And he's still, I watched that whole first season again for the first time, not again. And I'm sitting here like, damn, how is Martell still the worst person on this show? <laughs> Cause Marceau, who Chile, he needs a fist in the face. <laughs> But he, but he yeah. had some broken clock moments first season too. But mm, after I didn't know he had married or proposed to Tisha after a month of dating, I was like, "That honestly, that tell you all you need to know." This is makes it's making so much sense, and I want to know what the age difference is between those two because I have a feeling it's it might be at least ten years. But I need to know because he looks super old, and I could have swore Maurice said that Marceau was the younger brother. So I don't know. Maybe I'm missing it. I'm like, I need ages because something about this don't seem right. Mm. Uh, well, we decided to talk about that again. Uh, they Love and Marriage Huntsville didn't come on. And also, it's not going to have a reunion, which honestly, I understand. Um, yeah. But also, I wish they would have because, again, I wanted to miss. But um, uh, yeah, yeah, I did, too. I did, too. So uh, so that's that. But yeah, this is basically more on um, fuck, fuck um, Martel Holt as a staff record label and as a crew. Um, speaking of another crew that uh don't get no love, um, uh, let's talk about the <laughs> Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, <sighs> all right, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be honest and be transparent. If y'all been listening to this podcast for probably what this whole season of Real Housewives, you know, y'all already know. I checked out like episode three and four. Um, Candace gave it a good shake. She got fed up like maybe what two, three weeks ago. Uh, mm-hmm. it's done had a few good moments of mess, but overall, why is Real Housewives of Atlanta still going? It's just uh, n- not even all that. Why is Real Housewives of Atlanta? That's it. Why, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that you know, yeah, honestly, that might be the show title. Um, so, but you know, as a professional, mm-hmm. you know, I said, you know what. Um, for 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 my homie, you know, I'm a, I'm a buckle up and I'm a watch Housewives, and I watched Hooray. it. Um, I watched it. I have things to say, but even with that, I still didn't care. Child, <laughs> I, I still did. didn't care. But, but Stephanie, Stephanie got words and thoughts. Um, because we were talking pregame, and Stephanie got Stephanie got some people to cuss out. So I'm cussing all them bitches out. <laughs> For one chief reason, how in your lace fronted clip in patchy makeup, half wig with a U closure, how the fuck did y'all get up there and show y'all ass in front of big mother fucking Frida? I want to beat all of y'all asses because none of y'all said, can we just cool it? Big Frida is here. Y'all couldn't even do that. Do you like I'm sitting here like, what the fuck? Fuck all of y'all. Fuck this petty ass bullshit. And then, and one, I chiefly blame Marlo's ass because you going to ask. First of all, why are you involving Big Frida in this? Y'all couldn't just like kept y'all cool and not just had your fucking food. Ate, you couldn't sat there and ate your fucking food. 
Literally. You like, couldn't have sat there and ate. I'm like, fuck y'all. It's like, I, girl, we don't care. Yes, she fucked Bolo. No, she's not going to tell y'all. Yes, if that was Kenya, y'all would still be making jokes. No, we don't give a shit. Yes, Marlo, you are a dumbass and you should have shut the fuck up and stopped putting yourself in the middle. It's like, you are not in the middle of shit. Also, yes, Portia, you're being fake as fuck because it can't be she chose a side and I don't like it. And no, she picking the wrong side. Then also saying, I'm not putting you in the middle and no one's asking you to choose a side. Yes, the fuck you are. Mm. Shut up. You are a dumb hoe. Shut up. <laughs> it's like, fuck y'all. I said, you get on my damn nerves. I'm like, fuck Portia. And I like her. Listen here. Um, Portia Luther King, I will push you <laughs> off the bridge. Leave me alone. Girls, shut up. It's like, we don't care. And why are you leaving in the middle of the night? Why are you leaving? You're like, she just got up and left. So you ain't tell none of your friends you was leaving. You left because the the, 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 the weather was coming. So why you ain't fucking tell nobody? Candy left because the weather coming. And also fuck Candy, because you know what's really funny? Kenya's supposed to be your friend, but you know for a fact she not lying, but you're going to sit here and let her be out on that ledge all by herself. Because one, Ken, Candy knows she not lying. Kenya know that she, she know Kenya not lying because Candy was, Candy heard that shit too. She knows she fucked Bolo. And it's like, ma'am, fuck you, okay? Fuck all of y'all. Because y'all, and, and Kenya, girl, the minute that somebody tells me when I'm going through all this bullshit because I married a nigga with a nose ring, I am trying to get y'all to understand and they tell me we don't want to hear your sob story. That would have been the last time that I even tried to engage you in a fucking conversation. That would have been the end. It's like, don't nobody want to hear your sob story? Girl, you are, I know you are not talking, man. You are one of 25 people with your name on some nigga that makes hot dogs body i know you better shut the fuck up it's like are you kidding me i'm like yeah no girl this is not good ground stop talking to them stop talking to them stop wanting validation from these bitch asses and also why y'all acting like it's the nieces versus the aunties y'all are three y'all don't even have like a good 15 years of a age difference y'all doing this auntie and niece shit what niece? Great niece? Oh, okay. Great niece. Is that what we doing? Bitch, fuck you. I hate all of y'all. It's like, no one cares about this. I don't care about none of y'all's situation. I don't care about you wanting to be Portia Luther King. I don't care about Kenya getting divorced. I don't give a shit about none of these bitches. None of them. And the only thing I would have cared about is Cynthia's wedding. But because, you know, it's a whole goddamn Panasonic battery outside and you had to put them people in like sardines and I'm looking at people wear um, face shields as if air doesn't travel up so you realize you have to wear a mask with your face shield but ain't nobody doing that shit and I'm sitting here like air travels up so the germs could still get to you sis it's like I know it's like fuck this throw this whole throw Atlanta and rice right now and get rid of it like get seriously and don't invite, none of them can come back. Yeah, all of them can go, all of them. I'm like, at this point, I'm like, who you wanna save? Um, I wanna save Lake Bailey. That's it, Lake Bailey can stay. We can do backdrops there and y'all can have events at Lake Bailey, but literally find some other bitches cause I'm tired of this shit. 
Like, I don't care about Portia and Kenya. I don't care. I don't care. And the thing about it is now people are like, oh, I'm like, yeah, because notice, and I'm going to say this, and I've been saying this for a while. Nobody ever tells Kenya to shut up before Portia put her hands on her again. You're not going to do that because y'all did that shit with Candace. It's like, yeah, see, y'all ain't telling, and no one's still not doing, she's going to beat your ass. No, she's not. Because I have a feeling, see, second time, Kenya will fight your ass. Please stop. She got way too much pent up rage because that nigga with a nose ring from New York got her pregnant and is treating her like shit. I mean, she Please. might fight again, but can she fight? Now, it's the difference between will fight and can fight. That's true. I mean, I, I feel don't like think she, because she is, all. I don't know. See, bitches from Detroit are very sneaky, so I don't know. But you're right. I mean, yeah, I, I put it like this. <laughs> I put it like this. Just because you angry and you from a city that, you know, are known to have, you know, some scrappers, that don't mean it apply to you. I mean, that's true. Like, and again, I, I don't think Portia is, you know, like, you know, Muhammad. She's not. She just grabbed this girl's she's hair. Not Muhammad I'm like, Ali she's a fighter. Here. I'm like, is she a fighter? Because she just grabbed her hair. It was like dragging her. I don't know where she was dragging her to. She wasn't dragging her to hell. So I don't know where she was dragging her to. She, <laughs> I like, mean, she deserved oh. it. She deserved it. I was like, she did. It was just like, y'all, like, Mike, you better stop think, poking her. Leave I don't her think, alone, you know, I don't think, you know, I think in colloquialism, uh, we kind of, you know, sensationalized it with this show over the years and like, you know, Portia beat her ass, which, you know, for, for Joker purposes, because we don't like Kenya, it's funny. But did she really? No. Now, did she still deserve it? Yes. But Portia didn't like beat her ass. And I don't right. think Portia is like, you know, you know, Tatiana Ali out here. I don't think that at all. But what I do think is if you ask you me. you say Tatiana Ali? <laughs> listen, <I don't... laughs> she ain't Tatiana. Wait, she going to sing a song in the pit? What's she going to do? She going to sing for Will Smith? What we doing? <laughs> hey, listen, you, you, y'all knew the Ali I was talking about. Y'all knew, y'all knew who I was talking about here. Oh, uh, <laughs> listen, I don't see y'all knew who I was talking about. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, that might be the show title. I might have made that Tatiana Ali with a question mark. That might be the show title. Uh, <laughs> now, do I think Porsche or World beat out here? No. no. But if you ask me, dude, if, if you asking me between Port- Kenya Moore and Portia Williams, which one I think, like if I need the if I need somebody that's on my team that I think will can scrap, I'm picking Portia every time. I'm sorry. <laughs> now that don't mean I think she the best fighter. But I damn sure take my but chances with her over Portia. But I, I mean, quiet as kept. Yeah, Cynthia playing. did like get her to fuck together because she tried to do that shit with Cynthia, and Cynthia kicked her right in her stomach. Like, bitch, I'm nah, gonna nah, fuck nah, you see, up. Cynthia, now see, <laughs> like, see Cynthia is the one. Cynthia is the hidden gem. Now I think push really from is. the show. I was Cynthia, surprised Cynthia by her reaction. I went. Now see, that's the what? one. Now, see, she don't you don't think it because she's so dumb and she'll follow her, but I do believe like Cynthia. Now, see, Cynthia, I believe it's like when, like when you got a mouse corner. If you get that mm-hmm. motherfucker corner, watch she out. gonna come out that corner watch scrapping, now, see, and that's, that's exactly what think, happened on that goddamn boat. I'm like that's the, that's the one I think that got the low key hands out of all out of all the whole it's group. Cynthia. That's the one I think got the low key hand. Because mm-hmm. Lord knows, Lord knows Marlo can't damn fight. Lord knows um Candy can't damn fight. She probably can, she probably can stab, but I don't think she can fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah she'll probably stab, stab you. <laughs> homegirl do got um she do got the mug shots, child. Yeah, yeah. My Marlo will stab you. She won't fight you, but she'll stab you. Yeah. She'll stab you. Yeah, I agree with that. Um 
But that was a, a well-deserved dragon. Um, I, I was like, Stephanie, well, well done. You, I don't um, care about this reunion. It's like, you, I get it. Y'all gonna bring up um, God knows how much. I'm like, you know what? And, and oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mention Drew. First of all, Drew, here's the deal, baby. Baby, sweetie, love mutton, muffin, kitten. You should shut up about other people's relationship when you are married to the nigga who went to the stripper capital of the world for three days and felt like he didn't need to tell your ass. You can be quiet. You really should shut up. You really should stop talking about people's relationships. I'm like, girl, you married to a nigga named Ralph and you up here talking about me. <laughs> it's like, bitch. I'm like, girl, I'm not even paying you dust. You are married to a nigga named Ralph. It's like, I'm sorry. Who is taking you seriously? Oh my God. A and Kenya need to do. I'm like, ma'am. Girl, I'm not talking to you. You married to a nigga named Ralph. Get out of my face. A nigga named Ralph. <laughs> it's like, uh, that's really how, all you got to say, to be honest. A nigga like, named Ralph. How are you? He went to the stripper capital where I was like, why are you bringing up old shit? I am sorry. <laughs> like, uh, old shit how? Girl, and then you move it like we on vacation. Up our house settled. How are you doing that with your name on the deed, bitch? How are you doing this? How? Do, you know what? Nope. I'm like, ma'am, I'm, I'm glad you finally went back to Kim Kimball to get your actual good, um, wigs because lord we was going to talk about you until infinity and beyond but girl you need to be quiet about other people's relationships because you really don't want to do that you don't want the smoke because i'm sorry i'd be i'd always have space and air for her ass i'm like i'm sorry is the person married to ralph talking to me i know i know they're not i'm I'm sure it's interference some way maybe it's an alien maybe somebody's a a nigga named ralph i'm just saying like how you going girl drew you and at first, at the beginning of the season, I thought it was going to, it, it, to a certain extent, Loki still kind of does give off Nene, Claudia energy, but it's just annoying. You're like, it's not even about like energy. I'm like, y'all are both just fucking annoying. I, I don't care. It's like, nobody cares. Nobody cares that, oh my God. And uh, let's talk about Bolo. Let's not and say we did. But if y'all are trying to act like you, they wouldn't have talked about this if Kenya had fucked Bolo. I have a farm in Wyoming where a rapper samples old R&B music to sell you. It's like, please stop acting like she's not, she don't got a point. She do. It's like, I get it. Kenya's annoying too. I'm like, all y'all asses are annoying because it's like, go to hell. I'm like, why are y'all still talking about this? Because I'm just, like, y'all sitting there with Big Frida. Do you know how many people, I would love to be at dinner with Big Frida. The last thing we were talking about is who the fuck fucked Bolo and his big dick and his knockoff Chanel. His channel. He was stripping in channel and it's like, I don't give a shit. Can we talk channel, about something else? Stripping in channel. That is hilarious. I was like, fuck y'all. I'm like, y'all doing all this in front of Big Frida? I am embarrassed. I'm like, why didn't, excuse me, if y'all the aunties, why ain't none of y'all aunties say, hey, so we're sitting with Big Frida, so maybe we could just table this while we're sitting here with Big fucking Frida? You asses. I'm sorry. Well, that was, uh, that was quite a mouthful, Stephanie. Uh, thank you. You, uh, <laughs> I think you definitely channeled the energy of Candace with the dragon pantaloons, and I ain't really got nothing to say because, again, I it finally arrived from Amazon. I can't. It took forever. <laughs> I, uh, I just, I'm, I'm sorry. I just could not care. Well, I just could, could not care less. I know I say that wrong all the time because people be correcting me, but I say what I'm You mean, I'm like, I know what the fuck I mean. I mean, yeah, right. I don't it's give like, a shit about none I mean. of these bitches and their lace front and their yeah, terrible I, I lace fronts. Truly, I don't care. I just truly do not care. And like I said, I watched it to be professional, but I just couldn't because I'm just like, bro, y'all still talking about this. 
who folks who y'all are grown y'all are grown with children like bro please leave me alone please if i wanted to see grown people if i wanted to see people be stupid about who fucking who i would just log on twitter like i don't need to see this on tv i'm I, i just do not care so that is Real Housewives of Atlanta again. Mm-hmm. I I ain't watching care, that damn reunion. So <laughs> if, if on next week, if I, y'all don't hear me talk about it with the next guest, that's why. Because I ain't watching that damn reunion. Because I just do. I, I don't blame you. It was like uh, I, I think I was recording with somebody maybe like in February, and they um watched Housewives too. I'm like, and this is the third episode. They're like, Stephanie, it's been ten episodes. I'm like, wait, what? She's like, we got the mid season trail. I'm like oh my god this is 10 episodes what the fuck it's like uh, i was just sitting there like wow this is how bad this season is i'm thinking it's just been on for three weeks and as we were halfway through the reunion halfway through the season at that point i was sitting there like oh my god this is terrible car see y'all need carlos king back you really do you you really do it's like because i don't know who's the producer now because my god no because <laughs> my god no no carlos took his um talents to own and well we got love and marriage huntsville and the bell collective and ready to love and ready to love so it's like uh, speaking of which uh ready to love is back season three um hey. this this listen segway jones right um <laughs> this, this season they, segway jones <laughs> <laughs> This season they are in Houston, um, H Town, um, and we are going to cover episodes one and two. Uh, episode one, uh, meet the singles. Well, again, you know it's self-explanatory. They just introduce the cast. <clears throat> excuse me, of who all is going to be on this season. Episode two, they had their first elimination. So let's meet um, the singles, shall we? Let's meet who all is on mm. this season. I have the list here. Um, we'll start with the men first. Um, we have um, Joel, um, who is 42 um, and a drilling and fluids engineer. Um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, was previously married. Um, his wife, unfortunately, passed with cancer. Um, mm-hmm. And he has been raising their children um, as a single parent since her passing. And now he is ready to love and date and uh, hopefully find, you know, someone he can, you know, open up to and experience love again with. So, um, so far, didn't get any real strange vibes from him. You know, Stephanie, feel, please feel free to chime in as we go mm-hmm. through all the men and women. Um, seemed all right, you know, from, you know, the first, his intro and then the second episode. It, seems like one of the more well-rounded people you know out of the men and women so uh, mm-hmm. didn't uh didn't really catch any strange things from him um yeah you know, that's, that's all mm-hmm. i had uh, yeah uh then we have jason uh 36 uh he was a teacher um young buck young buck okay. one of the um shoot if my note yeah one of the youngest um cast members um yeah so now, so you've watched Freddy. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. Go ahead, um, go ahead. Have you watched Ready to Love before? Um, I did not watch it when it first came on, and we started picking it up and covering it um, when the last season happened when they was in Atlanta. Okay, because I guess my question is: is like I maybe I thought they had an age uh, age restriction. Uh, yeah, age restriction. I thought they were um um. 
this is where older, like old, maybe over 35 would come. So when I saw younger people, I was like, well, maybe I got this all wrong. I must have. No, nah, it's, I, I, um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's an age restriction. I think, but I think like, you know, and maybe someone who, you know, watched it, you know, season one before me and Candace started covering, cause we hopped in covering it on season two. Oh, okay. Um, um, maybe someone can correct, but I I don't think it's an age restriction, but I think probably the youngest person that's been on the season uh, was probably last season with, what's her name, Adriana? It might have been Adriana. I can't remember her name. But okay. I think it was a woman contestant, a hug, and she was 30, and I think she was the youngest person. Oh, so okay. I think it's like, I don't think it's like a hard cap, but maybe like a soft mm. cap. Like, like okay. if you, you know, young, you know, like 30, you know, 31, 29, something like, they not going to turn you down. Right. But they do prefer it, like, if you do our little season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Because I was wondering, because I was like, let me just ask, because... No, nah, you 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 fine, you fine. Um, then we have Ryan, um, forty. Uh, he was he's a regional corporate uh, sales manager. Um, if I'm not mistaken, this was the guy that kind of was like, you know, I'm an alpha male, you know, blah blah blah. So I was just, oh like, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, like, mm. it's a mashiness there, buddy. Because I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but speak. But speaking of ashiness, uh, getting to one of your favorites, uh, we have Diedrich, uh, 47, who is a professional chef. Go ahead, uh, Stephanie. Go. Imagine you being a 47-year-old man with two children and also a grandbaby saying, um, if she don't want kids, it's, you know, it's a deal breaker. And also, I really, really, really want a boy. Imagine being damn near 50. And with a grandchild wanting someone to have a baby for you. Girl, you are, nigga, you almost 40. If you lost your guy, if you don't go be Papa and leave us alone. No, when Tommy and his wife were doing that math, it's like, so. They they said they're doing math like, wait. Wait, so if you want another child and you already got a grand grand grandchild and your grandchild 23, so if you have another child, your grandchild gonna be older than your uh, mm. right. Mm. It was like so if you start like so your grandchild's gonna be older than your child. Yeah, what in the um Tyler Perry 2.0 play is going on here? Nah, that's some Game of Thrones shit. Oh, I mean it is. You know what you're right. But it was like I, I want a boy. I'm like, sir. So I don't know if you know how babies work, but you've had oh I don't know. Let me start with twenty. Like nigga, you have so babies. you've had twenty. Your, your babies have babies. Yeah, it's like if you really wanted boy, you've had twenty six years to do so. If you don't like, nigga, you get, better you better get out face. Child, I just was like, he like this nigga. This nigga think he um. <laughs> Did he say I'm a chef? I'm like, oh, I wouldn't trust this fool. Hey. Like I listen, no shade right. to chefs, no shade to chef or to the profession of chefery. Um, but it's certain people you just look at them and you like, I ain't, I don't trust their food. I don't know. I feel like you put sugar in your grits and I'm good. No, nope, you know, long. you know what? That that, <laughs> that that is a very astute observation, Stephanie. I'm glad you said like, that. Yes. Yeah, I, you look like you put them in there and be like, yeah, no, we gotta put the sugar in. What the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then. You're he's the reason why if you put like a teaspoon of sugar in your spaghetti sauce because you gotta cut the acidity, he he the asshole that put three cups of sugar in there. I'm like, see, this mm-hmm. is why they talk about us. 
Mm-hmm. See, this is why we to see the be up here giving you the diabetes. Right. The whole the whole sugar talk about mm-hmm. let's put that like sure leave Boy. us alone. But yeah, uh I don't I I didn't I didn't uh I didn't like Diedrich from his uh intro and I didn't like him no. from the first episode, but we'll get there, we'll get there. Yeah. Um then next we have AJ who is a music producer who is 38. Um again another mm-hmm. Again, I'm no shade to music producers. Honestly, honestly, my vibe from AJ is like I didn't even get like I didn't even have no shade towards his profession. It's just that some of these dudes they definitely have if from what I'm gathering this season of the men, and we'll get to the rest of them. Um mm-hmm. it just there's no middle well, I won't say none, because some of them do have a middle ground, but mm-hmm. a lot of them are either real timid and reserved or they're real arrogant and real arrogant and cocky. Wait, then was he the one that said a, I'm not cocky? I'm just sure of myself, and I'm like, it may have been him. It, it could have been one of the mother niggas. I really don't even know because I feel like all of them came in like an air of I'm the prize. Let me see who can ready, who's ready to scoop me up. And I'm like, okay, some of them, <laughs> for the men, yeah, some of them did. Not all of them. It was yeah, a few, it not was all of them, but the you know, generally speaking, you're right. Like a lot of them did come in like I am the prize. You know. Which don't get me started on that. Um, um <sighs> but yeah, like I, he mm. definitely had an air of um, arrogance about him. Like he was like, I'm, a- uh, you know, some would say that I'm arrogant, but I, I wouldn't say I am. And it's like exactly what an arrogant nigga would say. Exactly. Um, then for then we have Troy. Uh, Troy is 51, uh, and he is a regional manager. Um. Nothing about him really stood out to me. Then we have Christian. It, oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Stephen. No, no, no. No, I was. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Mm, go ahead. Um, you I wasn't. I wasn't. Think, no. Wait. I'm trying to think. I had to look at their pictures. I'm like, because there's one of these niggas that thought he was funny with the lawyer, and I can't remember who it was. But it probably wasn't him. So I'm sorry. Keep going. All right. Um. Now, I, wait a minute. Hold on. What I do? I do. Troy is the one, if I'm not mistaken, he was the one who was like, you know, when he got down, he also was kind of cocky and arrogant, but when he got down to his um, quote-unquote preferences, um, when Mm -hmm. he was saying that he don't prefer, like, he don't like full-figure women. Uh, And then he tried to clean it up saying, let me not say that. He says, I'm attracted to petite, I'm just more attracted to petite I remember that. Yes, he did. And it was just like, Mm because I was sitting here like, yep. Huh. And I was like, bro, this is not the first of all. You're you said, in Houston. That's the first thing. How are you saying that in Houston? <laughs> Houston, Texas. Maybe you can do this in Houston, Missouri, but Houston, Texas, I feel like that's super weird. Right? Like we can start and end. They'll to be it's perfect. Like, you're in, like you didn't he didn't pluck you out of Houston and go somewhere. Nephew Tommy is in Houston with your ass. I don't like full-figure women. Well, let me not say that. <clears throat> no, go ahead, because people need to know about your head assery. Keep talking. Exactly. Like, bro, you did not clean that up at all. And he thought he at did. All. He thought he did. So that, that, did like, huh? that did stand out the trip for me, because it's like, bro, if that... Because, first of all, and that's the thing, like, if you, you could have just said, you know, you, you know, you like, you know, smaller, petite women... You know, but you start out of the, you started with, you know, I don't want like, no fat checks. Don't be bringing them bitches around. It's right, like, right. Sweetie, you're not attractive enough to say this. 
at all. Well, and nigga, mm. you over 50. I need you to shut up. See, we're gonna, so, see, we gonna like, start bro, age like, shaming y'all since y'all want to go after pe- women's I, I, looks and start aging. Let's start I'm, shaming y'all. I mean, like, no shade, bro, but like, bro, you damn, you are like over over half a decade. At this point, you really don't have a room to be that damn picky. Like, I'm not saying like... You really don't. I'm like, Troy, are you friends with Chris from Married at First Sight? Are y'all in the group chat? What y'all doing? What y'all doing? Let's see what the group chat look like. You damn. Nick Nog, get out of here. I'm 51. I'm like, okay. You halfway to death. Should I start there? See, that's rude, ain't it, rude? They they in the senior group chat showing hairline. I'm just Um, saying. (laughs) Let's move on. Then we got Christian, who is 36. He is a mailman, mail carrier. Um, Kind of shy. (laughs) But I'm sorry. He got a good job because... You were you were for the USPS. You it's, got a good listen, job, especially in these times. Listen. I'm just saying, it's like you employed. I know that. That d- 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 listen, I, <laughs> more more than I can say for my unemployed ass. So hey, I ain't oh, shading him at all. Um, but kind of reserved, shy, timid. Uh, which honestly mm-hmm. came to bite him in the ass. Which you know we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, then we got Khalil, um, teacher mm-hmm. who was 41. Um. I really didn't see nothing wrong with him too, too much, unless I'm really no. um, I, re- I feel like he didn't really stand out, like, like red flags stand out, I should say. Yeah, yeah, but I think also on the other hand, like he did, he didn't stand out with red flags, but he also didn't stand out with green flags either. Well, that's true. Which I think again beat him in the ass, but again we'll get that. Uh, then we got mm-hmm. David, who was 44, real estate agent, and mm-hmm. then in the surprise, Chris is back from season two. Wait, and- did you mention Jason? The basketball coach, Jason. Now he, I think he was the second one I mentioned, but he was a teacher. Okay. Unless he did basketball on the side. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, because I but think yeah, he did. Oh, he was a coach. Oh, yeah, because uh, oh girl, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, I was yeah. like, see, this is how you know cities are very small. When mm-hmm. she's like, oh, that's my mm-hmm. son's basketball coach. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. I can date him now. Is that mm-hmm. how this is going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, so, so you was you was planning on that dick from the dough before I'm this just show. Saying, he mm-hmm. he is kind of scrumptious. I ain't even going to hold you. So it's he, like yeah, he was attractive. He was, I, and, kind of, I, and I think I like him, him and her together make an attractive couple. You know, if yeah. they get there, if they get yeah, there. yeah. Uh, but yeah, Chris from season two is back. Um, I'm so happy. First of all, my nigga with the bad bitch glow up. My man's came in here with this tan suit, looking like. Looking like when Barack first got an office, my man with this skincare routine, he trimmed right? up the beard a little bit. The, like, oh, my man's out here swagging, and I'm glad that he back because he did deserve a second chance. Because when he ain't said it, I said, Oh no, what happened? Because <laughs> they saw the clip with Hunger, I'm not splitting no mortgage with you. That is your you job. Something. And I was like, Oh my, okay, all right. I was like, I was sitting here just like, Oh. Okay. You don't. You don't have to see. Just from ju- the fact that you just got it from that clip. Let me tell you something. And, and me and Candace talked about this at the time. And yeah. I'm say it here. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> this is not 1850. The cost child. of living is too goddamn high. The rent is too damn for, high. Child. Listen, the the rent is too goddamn high. Um, for it to be like back in the day. When your 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 pappy, your grandpappy, your uncle, your great uncle, whatever, paid all the bills while mama stayed at, at home. It is 2020 goddamn one. And I am fully aware of the unfair gender wage gap. I am fully I am fully aware of that. However, 
people listen the numbers do not lie more mm-hmm. people is splitting bills and rent and whatever the fuck else that they choose for themselves in 2021 to things because the cost of living is sky high and the wages yeah, are that, not. It, so it, let hello? me tell you something. And for context, Stephanie, them two specifically are the I forget her name. Um, it don't even matter. Chris mm-hmm. and old girl, they was like two peas in a part. With the connection and the chemistry like early on, from right? the fir- from the first damn episode, oh, from the first damn episode up until that point, and then oh, when he said that they, like Chris said, they had one disagreement about finances, and then all of a sudden she started being like Mariah Carey. I don't know him. I was never into him. X Y Z, and everybody on the show. Them fellow cast members, everybody on the show and the cast peeped that that was some bullshit. Cause nigga, we got the bean footage. Then when she got called out for that goofy shit, then gonna say, "Oh, I just came on this show to see, you know, cause I am the prize, and if any of them, any of y'all can step up, but I already got a man. So, but it's like, okay, if you got a man, then what the fuck? Wait you doing a minute, on the show? what? I, listen, listen, listen. See, is is she okay? Listen, see, listen. Girl, why listen. why are y'all going see? See, exactly. Y'all be, y'all be in the see y'all the kind of people that be in the group group chat showing feet. Y'all be in the chat room showing feet. It's like this is exactly what I'm like. I can't. I was like, girl, why are you all here embarrassing us? This is how we get a Kevin Samuels. This is how we get a Derek oh, Jackson because no. y'all asses. It's like oh, shut no. the bitch, shut up. Oh no, you shut up. It's like oh, go to no. hell. It's like oh, leave no. us alone. It's oh, like no. I'm not oh, yeah. spent no mortgage. So do you live in a box oscar the grouch do you live in a cardboard house or do you have a house where you living so look so listen so all that being said so i had to catch you up there so that was the context of why he went home and and got a raw deal so i'm glad that chris was given another chance um now i am glad that he learned from his mistake because he did put all of his eggs into that one basket and it backfired on him so i'm glad that he this time is like i'm going to try to Establish connections with a you know with multitude of people and then see which one is stronger instead of putting all my eggs in one strong basket and then that basket turning on on his head on me. So I do like that he's learned from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was all the men. Um, now let's get to the women. We have Vernicia, thirty nine, uh, salon owner, thick as all hell. Right. Um, I was like, <laughs> look at that thing jiggling. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Vernicia the stallion. Oh child i was like uh-huh. that's why his whole i don't like bigger women i'm like you're in fucking houston move then bitch move. <laughs> right <laughs> it's like I what you, you want you, you better move to california or some shit. You, i mean uh, <laughs> oregon <laughs> is calling <laughs> or- right people are. <laughs> Listen, you better go, you, yeah you better go to salt lake city i'm just saying um, then we have uh chrysanthemum um 39 she is a flight attendant uh one of the two flight attendants on the show um oh. then we <laughs> she was like if you get my name wrong and i already told you that i'm a um that and i'm not interested so ma'am <laughs> go ahead so sir, you decided ahead. to say i call because because people if they mess up my man my name so you're named after somewhat of a flower yeah chris because you're not named after mums but because somebody said no too many m's take one of them m's out Girl, <laughs> just tell people your fucking name. Like, stop being, stop being weird. Like, oh my god, you got my name once after my name wrong after I told you once. 
I do, I do understand. Like, I understand what she's saying. It's like, as somebody who works in HR, I'm like, please tell me how to say your name. And I apologize if I'm messing it up. It's like, correct yeah. people on their name, but don't be like, if you don't get my name right, that means you don't care. I'm like, so wait a minute. She's a yeah, Leo. I'm, this it's, it's makes like, it's, total it's sense. Of, God damn it. My <laughs> thing is like, if they purposefully doing it, then yes. Yes. Like, cause it do get annoying. Like you telling a motherfucker your name over and over again, they just purposely getting it wrong. It's like, bro, it don't take me fifteen damn times telling Learn you my name, name for you to keep. But like, like, how maybe... hard is chrysanthemum? I'm like, girl, it's not as hard as you think. But also, right. she's a Leo, and as a you know, as what a Leo that... myself, I went. See, yep, just tracks. I'm like, first of all, when they talk about Leo's ain't shit, they talk about the man. I just want to let y'all know Barack Obama is exempt. Chris Hemsworth is exempt. Okay. Um, Hulk Hogan is not. Yeah, he fits. But when it, I, I, my track record with Leo's is I'm either going to really like them or really hate them. There is no in between. I have a feeling she's heading towards hate, but I'm going to give her another episode. It's All like, right, so then we have, after that, we have Alexis, who is a news producer, who is the one that, um, if I'm not mistaken, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not. I she think the one who knows, that's Alexis the one that knows Jason. One, yes, Alexis is the one that know that knew Jason mm-hmm. because she, um, he was the coach of her son's uh, basketball team. And she, uh, like I said earlier, she had her eye on that dick from the Right? I mean, I couldn't, like, points are made because I'm like, he is kind of fine. So it's like, I get it. And, you know, and they had instant. I, I like their chemistry, so we don't, you know. Um, then we have Stacy, who is 39, who is an insurance agency owner. Uh, we have Andrea, who is 38, who is also the, the a flight attendant. Um, we have Liz, who is 40, who is a CEO of her own production company. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Ida. <laughs> We have Ida, who is 37, who is development uh, development manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Teresa, 42, my girl Teresa, who is mm-hmm. a comedian and an entrepreneur. Mm. Uh, had to throw out here looking like Pam Grill. Child. Uh, I heard that, mm, though. You got some thoughts on Teresa Stephanie, because I heard that. Not mm. yet. I'm, I'm waiting, because she's a comedian, so... I know people are gonna be pushing her buttons, but mm. she's gonna be funny. So I'm I'm waiting. I that, Cause I'm like, I think she was also somebody was she the one wearing all pink? I think it may have been her. No, was her it? outfit was more of a of a tannish. I, the one okay. who was wearing all pink, I I think was Alexis. I think. I think it might have been. It might mm-hmm. have been. See, uh, I, have- I'm I'm like flavor flavor out here. I'm like, I, I ain't learned y'all names yet. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to get y'all nicknames. Uh, then we got Amber, who is 31, uh, the youngest on the cast, who is a criminal uh, criminal attorney. Uh, then we have Kyra, who is 34, who is also an attorney. Uh, so th- that is the cast. Um, so who, what man was talking to Amber when he was like, oh, you throw people in jail? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was Ryan. It probably was. Because I, I think that like, was I Ryan. I felt her in the minute. He's like, oh, I'm just doing He was like, you know. It was very ear- weird that clip of her talking to Ryan where she said, oh, you throw people in jail? And she said, what's your character flaw in a relationship? I'm like, I haven't finished my champagne yet. And he kept saying mean girls. And she, I was like, so girl, if you don't pick up your flute and walk away, girl, if you don't get out of here. I, and I like, think she did. I, I'm pretty sure that was Ryan. Yeah, because I was like, sure I don't see 
this all funny jokes, ha ha ha, about her being a criminal fucking attorney. Baby, this is not a job. That is a career. Please, please stop this. And I feel like she's like, I got student loan debt. You are not going to joke me on what the fuck I do for a living. So I get it. But it's like, I feel like this, because she's not going to come off like the quote unquote typical woman being very emotional. She's, she seems very stoic. Um, and that yeah. may just be a defense mechanism for her. <clears throat> so this is going to be very interesting. Because I'm like... Probably. Yeah, it was, Ryan. Not a, yeah, it, it was definitely Ryan. Because I was she like, was that shit is not funny. I'm not an attorney, but I'm like, yeah, no, I don't throw people... At, stop that. I'm like, sir, what do you do? She not Kamala. <laughs> um, Hello. It's like, uh, and even if she was, it's like, bitch, I have a career. <laughs> Leave me alone. It's like, I'm sorry, Ryan. What do you do again? What do you do? What's your job? I'll tell you what I do in my career. I'm sorry. I'm being rude. I don't know about Stacy either. I'm like, Stacy nah. gives off weird and I don't know what it is. Stacey. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know yeah. what it is. I'm like, there's something yeah, there. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And I'm like, I don't know what it is. I can definitely see that. Um, now, speaking of weird, um, the, well, I mean, we, you know, I know point and like keeping it a spoiler because I mean we just talk about the cast in general. Um mm-hmm. one of the the cast members that was giving off weird vibes um and didn't really make no connections with anybody at least in this first episode um was one of the gentlemen that went home because usually they'll send one woman uh and a man home on the first episode and then they're oh, so it's like an elimination show. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize that. I'm, yeah, I'm on the like, first episode oh. in the meet and greet, they will, you know, send one man and one woman home, and then they'll alternate weeks. So, like, one week, one man will go home, then the next week, one woman will go home, and that's how they, they do it. Um, And then mm-hmm. this, but, you know, this uh, opening for this season, they threw a curveball, so instead, they sent two men home, and one of oh. those men that went home was Christian, um, the mail carrier, the mail Oh, man. Um, which I kind of saw coming because of all, like everybody, you know, for good or worse, was mingling, was getting to know each other. But trying he to wasn't. He was kind of hanging back. Yeah, he was kind of hanging back, just observing. Mm. Like it's like it's like when you go to a party and it's that one dude or one girl or whatever, one person, or whatever, you, and they just chilling and vibing by themselves. And that's kind of how he was. And I think that's just his general personality and 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 demeanor, which is nothing wrong with. But on a show like this, where right. you, the the purpose of it is to date, is to mingle, is to you know, in the words of you know, Tom, Tom himself, go for what you want. Right. You you kind of got to step out that bubble, and I get it. That it is hard. Like you talking to somebody who I didn't step out of my shell and bubble till I was like twenty two. So I right. get it. Mm. I get it. Right, but bro. You are. 36 and this is a show about dating you got to put yourself out there and he ain't put himself out there mm-hmm. and they tried to give him a chance too and he just was fumbling over his words couldn't get like a coherent thought and so you know he just wasn't the, the women weren't feeling it mm. yeah he seemed too a little reserved and i feel like on a show like this if this was like a speed a random speed dating thing in houston fine hang about but yeah. you're on an actual show yeah like camera zone <clears throat> right so, I mean, you got niggas on here who's pop-pops and they want to be daddies again. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, you're damn near 50. And then the person who's over 50, well, good to hell luck, everybody. <laughs> yeah, so I, um, he was the first one to go home. Well, not the first one. He was the second one. And the other one that got eliminated um, was Khalil, the teacher. 
And that one kind of surprised um, me. I'm not going to lie. Per- honestly, really? I thought I thought if anybody should have went home, myself personally, it would have been Ryan. Because both of them were in the bottom too. Like Christian, no. Khalil, they had a, um how they did it was, they had a bottom two. Well, a bottom mm-hmm. three. They had mm-hmm. a bottom three. Khalil was sent home first. Mm-hmm. And the other bottom two was out of Christian and Ryan. And mm-hmm. of those three, I understand Christian gone, but out of Khalil and Ryan, for me personally, I would have sent Ryan home just yeah. just for the fact of that conversation he had with Amber, which was so very weird. Just his overall cockiness and attitude. Yeah, and maybe and like we said, Khalil didn't show any red flags. No, but not at really. The same, yeah, he didn't show any red flags, but he didn't show any green ones either, which I get. But I'm trying to figure out like what green flags did Ryan exhibit? I don't know. Like that's but, that's I'm sorry, what, I have a red flag for Khalil. He's a Leo. Keep going. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It shouldn't be Leo slander. Like, how are you slandering Leos? Because you are Leo. Because I fucking know that's why. <laughs> You're doing amazing, Stephanie. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I be knowing y'all. Mm. so you know but again i'm not on the show i'm not the women maybe it was a right. little thing because you know ryan Wait, so is handsome can I ask he, another question so oh. is that it's the how are the people voting or is it tommy and his wife voting no like what happens is um the um what happens is tommy will like tommy and like tommy i mean not his wife because i don't think she i think she was just on for this guest you know oh. doing the but okay. Tommy, like Tommy, basically let them do their own thing. Oh, okay. And he'll talk with them, and he'll be like, "So, who you feeling? Who you not feeling? You know, what, how's the progress going?" And then he's like, "Okay, so y'all give me who y'all think is not ready to love." You know, that's the catchphrase. And then they'll send him home. Tommy mm-hmm. don't vote or nothing. He he let oh, they okay. do all that. So that's what I'm saying. I don't. Maybe it was you know of the two, it just came down maybe to like vibes. who's more attractive out of Ryan and Khalil, but. Yeah. I didn't really get no red flash from Khalil. I definitely got red flash from Ryan. Yeah. Oh, sidebar. So, Ready to Love is Will Packer, not Carlos King, which is weird if I think about it. Ain't it? It's weird, but also not weird, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like, sometimes you go, I feel like they're the same folks, but... Yeah, yeah, I'm used you know, to Will Packer movies, so you know, that's probably yeah. Because you know, at, some, at a certain point, you know, I'll, sometimes niggas be running together. So yeah, pretty much. Point. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Carry on. So maybe, so but but yeah, maybe like I said, maybe that was it. Just the women just thought he was, you know, Ryan was more handsome and wanted to give him a second chance. And like I said, Khalil didn't like do anything to stand out in a bad way, but he also didn't do anything to stand out in a good way either. So right, maybe maybe that was it. But I just. I, maybe it's just I didn't like Ryan. Maybe that's it, because <laughs> I thought he, his overall demeanor in that one conversation she had with Amber was weird. So may, maybe that is a me thing. Um, so again, only two men went home, but when they talked to the men about some of the women that they were feeling or not feeling, um, most of everybody was very favorable favorable of um, of Anisha, which they should. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them were favorable of Andrea of Liz. There were some that weren't feeling Stacy, which you know, to your point, St- Stephanie, something about her just you know, it's, 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 it's off. I it don't, don't curl all the way over. It, it don't. don't. Curl all the way over. Um, like the, the 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 edges of her pancake pancake are not crunchy. I don't know what it is. I Something's think, off. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think um, 
Liz and who was it? I'm I'm so sorry. I'm probably fucking. I think it was Liz and David. I think they hit it off real good. I believe because both mm-hmm. of them grew up and they you know did uh, in the choir and they sung together a bit. Yes, yeah. When she started singing, I was like, okay, yeah. we gonna have chats up in here. Because uh, I'm pretty sure it was her and David. I'm pretty sure. I think no, I think it is her. And I was like, oh look. There is um, no. I'm saying I know it was Liz, but I'm I'm I hope I'm not messing up the the, the guy. She it may be David. I think. I man, think I'm, it was. David. I'm trying to think. I think it was again, him. y'all. If, if I'm fucking up, please forgive me and please correct me. AKA Michael maybe. Sterling's doppelganger, because I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What what um, is Michael doing here? So Michael, I did like that. Here? So I think they hit it off real good. Also, I yeah. think again Amber and uh, Jason, um, mm-hmm. and then it was Kyra and. AJ, yeah. I believe, well, and they, apparently their date was horrible. Yeah, initially their date was horrible because she um, put her card down, um, and she basically she expected him to pay for it, um, and he didn't. Um, and they and they talked about it. Oh, afterwards. he didn't. No, nah, he didn't. Um, but then he explained it. He never got a, he never got a chance to explain it. Explain what happened. He said, "What he said was that on that day." He was paying, he was going to pay for it, but they told him that his card was declined. And uh, he, d- instead of being honest about that, he didn't tell her because he felt, you know, embarrassed, you know, you know, ashamed, you know, that like, because, which I can understand, you know, because my card done got declined too sometimes, and that shit is not a good feeling. It's not cute. <laughs> uh, and especially you on a date, and I mean, let's be honest, some of them, you know, hold traditional values, you know, you know, you the man, you expected to pay, and then your card get declined, and you like, God fucking damn it. So I mm-hmm. understand him being embarrassed about that. Now, he should have been honest about it. Correct. Because Kyrie even said, like, if you should have told me, because, you know, that kind of stuff happens, and I would have understood um, right. But they did clear it up, and they did seem to rekindle some kind of chemistry there. Um, mm-hmm. or at least give it a blank slate. So I did like that. Um, mm-hmm. like I said, um, Jason and um, Jason and Amber hit it off. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about Ida. <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> let's talk about Ida because mm-hmm. we're nobody really feeling Ida, and I understand why. Because Lord knows that woman can talk, boy. <laughs> Can't she? It's like I feel like you're fun. Um. You're fun at happy hour, but baby, I don't want to lick your cooch. So I suggest you just change up your 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 tactics. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't know, girl. It's like, look, somebody Ooh, trying to some people who these men on here are trying to lick some puss, and they are not they're not checking for you, baby. I don't know what to tell you. Like my thing is like, how you on a show trying to get to know people and you cutting them off mid-sentence? Like, like my man I was I so think confused. It was, I'm like, huh? my man's i think it was i think it was jason like before he went to talk to alexis he was just trying to get an edge in like have a con- a, a natural flowing conversation getting to know ida and ida just kept talking and i'm like baby this is not how getting to know somebody works it's not like I'm this like, man can't huh? even get a word in edge wise like girl stop talking like girl stop talking right like let him respond like that's Please. usually how a conversation flows you know, someone talks, someone listens, you respond, talk, listen, respond, you know, natural flow. Like that's usually how a conversation goes. Not you just talking and this man listening and trying to respond to, you know, the information. I mean, that's you're what telling the him. people on Facebook be telling me. That's how conversations go. I don't right. know. <laughs> right. So 
I would not be unless she like really bounced back in episode two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not episode two, episode three. I can see her being among the first, you know, woman Probably. to leave because I'm just like, baby, this is not this you're not you're not setting a good impression at all. At at all at all. Right. So speaking of which, um, for episode three, because I'm pretty sure, like, I'm not, I don't expect Tommy to throw a curve about like, okay, we're gonna eliminate four men for the first two episodes like so mm. i do expect them to go back to you know the format so the, i'm expecting a woman will be probably two to you know to even it out because they do try to even it out i'm expecting you know a couple of women to go home next week mm-hmm. right now who do you like give me your bottom two of the men and women let's start with the with with the uh, women since two men went home okay right now your who are you in your bottom two of women um, for women, it's, it's de- uh, I'm sorry, baby. It definitely is Ida. I'm like, girl, I, <laughs> I, I think she's pretty, but it's like, no. And this is going to set, um, and only because I like her, but I think this may not be the show for her. Amber, it's like, I, I don't know mm. about, I don't know about this for you. Mm. I, I think she's stoic and it's like, I get it, but I feel like that's, her energy is just weird but i also think it may just be she's nervous and she's the youngest person there so could be, could I, be. I and know. also i think it's just again the like i feel like if she talked to anybody other than ryan that conversation would have been went a lot different yeah because he was trying to joke and it's kind of like you two i get it i know you trying to be funny but it's like please stop that saying was the reason why you're not in a relationship that, that is like the way it's me, girls are mean i'm like Right, that wasn't the way to go about it. Uh, like I, like I, I, like I get it because I agree with you. Like for this type of show and environment, being that stoic, I mean, shit. Even Thomas said it. Like if you're not ready to open up, you don't really need to be on this show because that's the point. Yeah. Um, so I get it, but at the same time, I feel like Ryan, like there is a way to break the ice, but he mm-hmm. went about it the wrong way. So I feel yeah. like given the chance to talk to somebody that you know probably got a little bit more sense, I feel like Amber will open up a bit more. Yeah, um, but I definitely understand like where you're coming from, where it's like, you know, she she has this defense up and I mean she has to because again she's young and because of what she do, but at the same time, that doesn't really make for a good dating experience. So I, I understand why you yeah, yeah. So for you yeah. it's Ida and Amber. For me, yeah. for me, it has to be for me, it Ida definitely one of them. Um, mm-hmm. and the other one is probably Chrysanthemum, just because I was I gonna did... say her, and I was like, I don't want to be rude and say it's my Leo agenda. So, <laughs> Delete. I don't, I didn't really feel like she attempted to establish any bonds with anybody, right? Like, it kind of like it, it felt like she did just enough to not be like, like Christian was on the male side. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like she did just enough for nobody to notice that hey she's not really, you know, getting loose, you know, getting loose or whatever. Yeah. But like she did n- enough just to fly under the radar of like not to the extreme of Christian, but mm-hmm. still not giving what you're supposed to be gave. If that makes sense. Yeah. No. No. It makes total sense. I get so, it. Those are my bottom. Now for the men. Um, of all that's left, obviously not count the ones that have been eliminated. Who are your bottom two for the men so far? Oh, it's definitely gonna be Diedrich. He's gonna stay down there. <laughs> he is staying. And I'm like, I feel like he going. Don't even give him rope to climb his ass right on out. No, he can stay. 
Um, it's so probably going to be him, and- Diedrich, and I'm trying to be more open minded about the men, but it's definitely going to be. Uh, let me look at it. What's his name? Uh, Troy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's them too. It's like, yeah, I don't, Troy, you. Okay. And I'm not age shaming nobody. Notice I picked some of the um, more, the older men. However, comma, y'all too old to be these, this big of a head ass. It's like, yeah. yeah like, I, 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 can, I, I, I want a new baby at 47. I want you to go to hell. Like, leave <laughs> us alone. You have a whole grandchild and talking about, let me have more kids. I'm like, what? Man, I you will be in a Yonla in five years. If you meet somebody and have a baby, you will be on a Yonla in five years. Oh, I'm sorry, it's canceled. They're going to bring her back just for you. I definitely understand that. Um, For me, from my bottom two in the men right now would definitely be one, Troy. Because, mm. again, I just do... And listen, like, I'm not... Listen, it's you like what you there. like. I get it. It's just something like I didn't like that comment, you know. And obviously, I'm, you know, I'm not a woman, but it's just like, bro, you could have worded that a hell of a lot better. Yeah, think. Exactly. You could have worded that a hell of a lot better. Your cleanup didn't make it no better. And also, mm-hmm. like when he was like, it's just a like. Get it. It's I arrogant. get it. Like have arrogance. your confidence. But when that motherfucker said on the best cash in Houston, I was like, okay, bro. Then I, why are you here? At my, I'm, I'm call, a good catch. I'm like, so why are you here? Call inside the house. It's like, why are you here? You exactly. sound like these niggas on Clubhouse talking about sweetie ain't wife material. But when I ask what makes Quavo husband material, y'all get real quiet. Mm, exactly. Like, so, so that so Troy is definitely um, bottom fuck me right now, and um, probably Ryan. Probably Troy and Ryan. Okay. Um, I got to see more from Ryan. Like, I, you you had a very iffy starting, bro. I need you to like if you gonna turn my opinion around on you favorably, you got to you got to you you got to come with it. You got to you got to find better ways to break the ice than what you tried to do with Amber because that was not that that wasn't it. And I mean, you already was in the bottom from this. Like, you barely escaped elimination on the first episode, the first two episodes. So you got to. You got to step it up, Ryan. Uh, so yeah, that is um, the first two episodes of Ready to Love. I'm happy it's back. I'm looking forward to this season. I think it's going to be a good one. Again, I'm so happy that Chris is back and got a second shot because he was done wrong. He was yeah. done during the last season. Um, yeah, but if somebody call him KG Smooth, I'm out. <laughs> like you, mm-mm. like sir, it's like going back to LB Shore exclamation point trying to date Almarosa. I'm like, first of all, why well, I get. I'm old enough. I'm auntie age to know why you're calling him Albie Short exclamation point while the exclamation point is there. But still though, Reed's weird yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, uh, yeah. Is this yeah. 1992 and I ain't know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but that is that and we will wrap up hell? with the we will map we will wrap up with Merit to Miss. <laughs> um <laughs> and we gonna <laughs> 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 that also might be the show time. Um, <laughs> we we uh we gonna cover episodes four and five in conjunction. Um, mm-hmm. home court adva- episode four, home court advantage, and episode five, friendship and marital worlds. We gonna cover both of them in conjunction. Please, so, I'm ready. Because uh, trying to do it step by step, episode episode, girl, we just gonna combine this shit. Y'all Please. be all right. Y'all know how we do. So I want to get this off. The I want to start this off right here. 
Uh-huh. Um, Anila. Girl, you tried it. Because let me tell you something. All of it. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Contessa didn't threaten your mama. Contessa said, you and your mama, please take your hands off of me. And after y'all continue to not That wasn't a threat. That was a warning. Warning, you're getting too close. That right there, that was not only a warning, that was a request. Please take your hands off me. After y'all continue not to take your hands off her, then she said, please take your hands off me. Cause I'm, I'm, I be working out on the strong. I probably can move both of y'all. Please take your hands off me. And y'all did not do that. And eventually you did, cause she broke free of y'all. So she was not threatening your mama, and that was the anti-blackness jumping out in you, which y'all non y'all non-black POCs love to do. Number two, number two, your mama, just like you, should have managed her business, her whole. South Asian business. And your mama would not have been in a situation where she would have been quote unquote threatened if you would have managed your damn business instead of mm-hmm. trying to play play quote unquote peacemaker with two grown ass women who just don't like each other. Had you minded your business and stayed out of whatever mess Toya and Contessa got going, which honestly is one side of this fuck. Correct. If you would have minded your business wouldn't even be, your mama wouldn't even have been in a situation to quote unquote get threatened. So I need you to take a whole stadium full of seats, beloved, because you tried to fuck out of it. How are you coming? Like, I want to work this out, and you're talking, you you think your big joker is Toya has a good heart and she's nice to me. I'm sorry, I don't care. You don't know what it is. Don't say, I want to get y'all together. And you are basically doing it out of the, well, I like Toya and you should like her too. I'm like, girl, this is not Jimboree. If you don't give, leave me the fuck alone. It's like, you don't know what it is. How about you shut up? How about we enjoy your cultural um, dinner, something part of your culture that you are allowing us to sit at. Can I just enjoy that and eat food and like be like in awe of your cultural practices without you trying to make me like the woman who um has her husband who works 16 hours a day at the er but then he gotta come home and kick cook because you a lazy ass bitch exactly <laughs> it's like exactly like you trying to say that well in my culture you know when you get up and leave that disrespectful okay well again you know as stephanie just pointed out i was there trying to enjoy your culture then you ru- you ruined your own culture and dinner by trying to stick your nose in business that didn't belong to you so what's good beloved it's like what do you want i'm like i don't have to like her because she's nice to you that's not how any of this works it's like, what? why are you doing this? I'm like, I'm just trying to get y'all back together. And it's funny because y'all not even friends no more. So this reunion is going to be very, very, very funny. It's going to oh, be all fun. No so I don't think they time, are. I think, no yeah, because I think she was on Watch What Happens Live, Toya, and they said, who would you not borrow money from? Anila. And I think there may be, so there may be some cracks in their little, uh, mm. the little friendship here. Mm. So... Mm. Mm. Which I mean, that makes sense because I mean, let's be real and let's be clear. Toy Anila was brought on to be Toya's number two, Correct. just like Toya was Mariah's number two. Correct. And we saw how that happened with Toya and Mariah. So she had rinse mm-hmm. and repeat. Yeah. Because quite frankly, I'm like, I'm always going to have smoke for a woman who decided to, while she was getting her, her, um, weave sewn in, decided to spread someone's business about their child and actually think that. She, 
that shit is okay. Girl, I will always have air for you. So it's always going to be a fuck Toya account over here. I'm like, no, baby, you dead ass wrong. And instead of actually just saying I was dead ass wrong, you were like, well, what? What's wrong? I mean, I was just in my, um, I was in my, my salon just talking. I'm like, talk about your business, bitch. Don't be sitting here going after Quad and saying she shouldn't be talking about my business. Says the woman who literally talked about a child's paternity in a hair salon. You can go directly to hell, okay? I talk. I always talk about your ass, but that's just well, me because I am petty like that. Well, but yeah, Neela girl, you tried it. You reached like shit. Your anti-blackness mm-hmm. jumped out and Contessa ain't do a damn thing wrong again. Had you minded your business, your mama wouldn't be put in a situation where she didn't mind her own business. So that's that. Because like Contessa said, in, 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 in our culture, mind your business and keep your hands to yourself keep your hands to yourself uh, especially since we're on the topic and we can just we can just wrap this on up especially since you got so much going on in your damn house with your damn marriage and your mama because let me tell you something your mama gonna drive that man away ain't ain't she though it's like see he's like she got one more time and i'm gonna pack up my nice little circus and leave town you think i'm saying because your husband doc you know i forget his name he's sick of her yes he is sick of your mama and the crazy part about it is your daddy know that he is sick of her hell your daddy know that you sick of her hell your daddy is sick of her but he like shit i married him and i'm 76 where he going nowhere exactly he like He, he like hell. I'm uh, hell. I know hell. I know it. I know y'all sick of her hell. I am, but I'm 76. I'm stuck. What am I gonna do? What am I supposed to do? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so you got way more shit to be worrying about in your own house than trying to start some mess between Toya and uh Contessa. But yeah, Anila, your mama. Listen, it, this is what happens when you don't establish boundaries. Correct. Because your mama is way too comfortable causing friction and between all, you and your husband right and telling you and your husband what the hell y'all gonna do your mama is way too com- now i don't know what culture well you know i can't even talk because it, it's it'd be black mamas and daddies that be doing <laughs> that shit too but <laughs> but it'd be black it'd be black parents that do that shit too mm-hmm. but um yeah you first of all you need to put your big girl bra on and be like mama mm-hmm. no I, this is my marriage. This is my husband. This is our life. We cannot, you cannot control every damn thing. Mm-hmm. And see, that's your, and see, that's where you get that shit from because you trying to control Toya and Contessa being friends because you get that shit from your mama because she is controlling mm-hmm. all of y'all. Mm-hmm. And your husband ain't having that shit. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Oh, he finished your thought and I'll speak. I'm sorry. He is put he is putting up with your mama solely because of you, the family, and your daddy. Mm-hmm. He he's looking like say one more thing. See, the thing about this, why is your mama there? Why are y'all looking at your new house? Does she live there? Does she contribute to the mortgage? Is she the au pair for the children? If none of these answers or yes above, then she shouldn't be there. Why the fuck is she there? I don't care. I'm like, I'm sorry. Listen here, Letitia. Stop bringing your mama around. It's like, um, she can stay wherever the hell she is. And also, Anila, mind your goddamn business when it comes to um, Toya and Contessa. Because here's the thing. 
I'd have beat Toya's ass by at this point. I'm like, you got one more time to talk to me. Cause once she started that fight at that table, you could just grow the fuck up. And here you are telling a doctor, stop talking about COVID. I live it. I'm a fucking doctor. Are you lost your goddamn mind? How dare you talk to me like this? Why are your husband a whole ass damn doctor? Right. He's like, my husband, a doctor. You're talking to a doctor. She is not a stay at home, drink out the flute wife like you, madam. It's like, who the fuck do you think you are? It's like, I'm so sick of Toya. I'm like, ma'am, I get it. Y'all don't like, I'm like, this is why Nilo should have just left it alone. Instead of trying to make them friends because Toya's nice to you, I don't give a shit. I'm like, I don't care. Mind your goddamn business. I'm like, can I just enjoy the food? Can I just enjoy this? Oh, no. Here come your ass. I'm like, I'm expecting this, like, break up the dinner thing to happen with Heavenly. But no, where's Heavenly eating her fucking food and shutting the fuck up? Well, in that moment in episode four. Exactly. Because, uh, exactly. I was in like. In that moment, because we're going to get to Heavenly. In just mm-hmm. Please um, do. Because talk about a dead clock. We'll get there. Speaking mm-hmm. of which, I want to give a fuck, y'all, because the last thing I needed to ever see was motherfucking Toya and Eugene naked in a goddamn pool. Child, y'all fuck y'all. Deal. Y'all go to hell with this, like, let's take a bath. The kids ain't here. Or y'all could just fuck. Like, if you're going to do that with a couple, at least let it be with some people with a couple that's decently attractive. Like, at least let it be Simone and Cecil. I mean, look, I'm trying to look. I want to see the gymnastics of a Jackie and Curtis, okay? So, let's uh, see. Ooh, I, I want to see her. I want to see her climb that tree. I'm just saying. Oh, you, you on your own with that one, friend. So, <laughs> good to hell look, everybody. Good. God bless you on your own with that one. Uh, I mean, there's literally <laughs> nobody else. I'm like, I wouldn't mind Simone and Cecil because I'm like, look, ma'am, I, like, it's weird to call a woman a three-pump chump, but, you know. <laughs> Not you saying Simone a three-pump So you saying Cecil put in all that work. That's what you're saying? Cecil be like, look, I be look, my mouth is getting wasted. I need somebody else to enjoy the mouth. I'm like, see, see, three pump chump ass. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, so what you saying is she, a, she, so what you saying is she a three click converter? <laughs> we are not shit. We are. Okay, see, moving see, on. Friend. Why, it's always good, but <laughs> see, this all this goes goes back to fuck you, Toya. See, this is how this goes. Yes, like, absolutely. You don't want to see how you waking somebody up. Hey, the kids gone. Wake up and just go like sit in the tub and drink um like burnt champagne. I'm like, bitch, fuck you. I'm like, girl, if you like, girl, if you don't sort that man, they can leave us alone. I here. mean, can you please? Like, yeah. how uh, you working like 16 hours a day and they're like, get up and make these oysters, bitch. If you don't call the fucking caterer. But, uh, okay, so moving on. Uh, so they do, you know, the adults versus kids, um, little basketball thing because mm-hmm. in episode four, you know, it's a week before, um, Simone and uh, Cecil's son Michael goes off to uh, Lee University. So, you know, they have mm-hmm. a little throwback and it was cute because, you know, yeah, and again, like this is when a show is good, you know, as consistent as Merit's Medicine have been, mm-hmm. you, you grow up with these kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, not only do you grow, you know, well, for better or worse, not only do you grow with the cast mates and the, and, and the, the, the bozos, you mm-hmm. grow with their kids. Because to see mm-hmm. little Michael, you know, little, little couldn't be more, no more than like five, shit, not even five, couldn't be no more than like four, five with his little glasses, just as cute and handsome as he want to be. Now this nigga, mm-hmm. like six, one, 
<laughs> you know, like look, looking like his daddy, you know, with a little mm-hmm. bit of Simone. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it was beautiful to see his little his little behind grow up to not be a big behind. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was cute. And um, it, it was cute, you know, seeing, you know, them, you know, play basketball and, you know, have a, a, a union and stuff. It was very cute. Um, yeah. And then there's, and then there's Heavenly. So... And I'm a Heavenly fan, y'all. So I, even I was like, what the hell is going on today? Go on. <laughs> it's like, so we get to towards the end and Anila's husband is taking the kids upstairs um, to get them, I think, with some um, refreshments or some food or something because Heavenly didn't have the no food or you know cups out she had no cutlery. I'm like, who was on- no cu- now? This is the one time I will agree with now. Granted, it's called coming from inside the house because Lord knows Toya Tacky is fuck, but she mm-hmm. had a point that Heavenly, how you gonna put this shit or host this event? Get this get together, child. We ain't got no damn cups. We ain't got no damn no food. Cups. We ain't got no chips. We ain't got none, Lord Jesus. We ain't got no. We got a bottle of a, a cooler with 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 water bottles here halfway. Like we ain't got. We ain't got a damn fountain, Jesus. Like Lord, mm-hmm. like heavenly. What are you doing? And, Being a terrible host. And then, um, so yeah, the uh, needless husbands take the kids upstairs. You know, in the house or whatever. And heavenly, heavenly. <sighs> Heavenly says, ain't that your damn job? You can't expect him to be the doctor and the doctor and take care of the kids. That's your damn job as his wife. What the hell are you doing? And <gasps> I love the shots. I love, I love the editing of the shot when she said it and they peered so they they shot directly to Simone and she just shook her head. And then in her confessional, she was like, Heaven, here go heavenly. And then they rolled the footage back of heavenly. I always saying some shit like this. And this mm-hmm. is, you know, Candace said all the time about uh, men and women being so steeped in patriarchy. And I mean, honestly, as a collective, me, you know, on this show, since we were watching it, Heavenly and Damon, like, Absolutely. I mean, all of them, too. I mean, all of them, all, all of the couples, too, you to know, a certain to, extent, yeah. to a certain extent. But especially with Damon and Heavenly, that patriarchy runs so deep with them, too. They, sure they rolled them clips back in heaven, and it's like, good Lord, Lord girl, Lord this is not ni- this is not eighteen fifty. And so, I will say, Anila initially did handle it with you know class, because I mean, let's not miss words. Heavenly tried to fuck out of her, and she absolutely she, did. She she definitely at first tried to handle it with grace. It's like you know, I do have a you know a job, you know, a career because blogging is a job. She um, said, "I'm a blogger." I said, "Okay, log out." <laughs> So I will say this. It's funny. We're like, I do have a job. I'm like, so while I hear you, Anila, you are literally talking to a dentist. So she is, she don't I give mean, a damn I, if you talk. I think she does have a job. I'm talking about somebody who is like heavenly. Somebody who I, literally doesn't I mean, think that. I can't even give her that though. Cause like, I mean, no shade and no shade. And I live here in Atlanta, but no shade. I ain't going to no damn Dr. Heavenly for no motherfucking dentistry. I am sorry. I am not. I, sorry, not sorry. I'm not going no damn. I mean, I can see why. Stuff. And it's I'm like, not. And listen, this is not me saying. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We have to shop. Well, yes, there are some jobs and some professions that have a higher level of um. How should I say this? Um, need you know in like mm-hmm. society, right? Like such as a doctor, such as you know. A dentist, you know, I, I get that. At the same time, though, you're not finna sit here and diminish what I do to prop yourself up. That's what you're not gonna do. And listen, 
especially what we do. We can't right. sit up here and say that blogging is just, oh, you know, blogging, that's cute girl or whatever. Because honestly, if it was not for blogging, we wouldn't get some of the tea that we do for these shows that we make our podcast from. So what sure. I'm saying is, yeah, okay, heavily a dentist, cool. That's, you know, I'm not diminishing that. But Anilo was not wrong to be like, I do have a job. I do, blogging is a source of income for me. I do contribute to my household. And I should, like, don't look down on me for that. And she is absolutely right. No, she's right. No, so that's that's not what I was saying. Because I agree. Because I'm like, one, even if she didn't have a, one, even if she didn't have a job, even if she wasn't a blogger, Heavenly, shut the fuck up. It's like, what, what does it have to do with it? But I'm basing on how Heavenly actually, she has this air about her. Like, one, she be a man when the women say that dentists aren't doctors, but then she's someone who punches down. Yeah, she definitely has a big problem. Yeah, yeah. So I agree. So I was like, yeah, no, I'm like, one, even if she wasn't a blogger, it's like, girl, what the fuck? I'm at a party enjoying myself and their whole daddy is here. Fuck out of my face. This is not my house. Even if it was, it's like, why is this your business? It's like, girl, why are you doing it? That's your job. I'm like, so taking a child to get a snack is not, um, let me check, under mother duties. That's under parent duties. Shut the hell up. And he is their parent. Parent. It's like, ma'am. It's like, but heavenly ass is she's so elitist and sometimes she got a nose in the ass. She says she down to earth, but she not. Um, so I wasn't surprised by her reaction. I don't know. The thing about it is, this is why I said, Neela, why are you doing this? She don't respect nobody other than people who are MDs on this show. So it don't even matter if you a blogger. She don't give a shit. She's still going to look down her nose at you. You could literally be Funky Dineva. I think for the most part, she likes Funky, but he's a man, so there's something else to that. It's like, yeah. uh, girl, it's like, that's not going to matter to Heavenly, because now she's just going to make fun of your ass. And I'm like, Anila, you don't have to say I'm a blogger for her to be, for her to ask for her respect. I'm a woman. Okay, shut I, the I, fuck I, up. I, 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 okay. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Not, not if you Okay. I get where you're coming from now. Yeah. Cause no, I agree with you. Cause it was like, you know, that's a job. I'm like, um, does she make money? If that thing pays her, she has a job, but with heavenly ass, it's not even going to matter. Cause she don't really spec respect Latoya either. And Lavoie is a stay at home mom. I'm like, mind you look, ha- my, imagine being so shitty to mothers and you are a mother. It's like, girl, I, damn, I you know I didn't I didn't consider that, but yeah, now when you put it like that, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, fuck, it's like I, I yeah. and I like Heavenly on the show, but I don't like when she do that shit. It's like one, imagine that you are a stay home mother, but you're also a mother. So why are you shitting on mothers like this? Because it's like I feel like you also take kid gloves with Doctor Jackie. Jack Jackie don't have no kids, but you not you yeah, don't she, she push her Jackie too ass. far. Yeah, it's like you don't push her on all that stuff. Because when Mariah had an issue with um, Jackie, I don't even know, I, she may heavily may not have been on the show. It's like the only person who kind of pushes Jackie on the whole mother thing, not really push her, but really just speaks to it is Mariah. Hell, she ain't on the show no damn She ain't much. on the board. And Toya don't either. It's kind of like that y'all leave it alone. It's like, I kind of like the um sensitivity and sympathy and empathy for Dr. Jackie, but Heavenly, you ain't fooling nobody. Now one damn person. It's like, girl, Anila, why are you doing this? Like, I'm a person of color. I am a blogger. Shut the fuck up. You could be quiet. You know what you should be? Quiet. I mean, she should have just told Heavenly to go to hell, personally. Um, honestly. 
honestly, it's like, girl, oh, just tell her mind her the, business. You don't have to say this is well, my now, job. Well, now, see, the thing about it's that like, is, now, see, I agree with you, Stephanie, but the thing about that is, Anila wouldn't have known to tell Heaven to mind her business because she came out of her business. So, well, that's that's true. You know, so there, there, there lies the problem with that, my dear. Yeah. That's true. Uh, but she should have told Heavenly to go to hell. Because yeah. like you said, it didn't even matter. Even if she didn't have a, you know, even if she wasn't a blogger, didn't have income. Girl, that man is a parent. He doing what a parent do. Mind Imagine your damn you business. saying, oh no, you better stop what you're doing and go get that child a juice box. Bitch, fuck you. Exactly. And that prompts <laughs> us to get to uh, Toya versus Heavenly around 8,722. <laughs> Uh, and I'm just I'm exhausted. Like I really don't. Like don't it's care. good mess. Don't get me wrong. It, it's not a level. Excuse me. It's not a level of I'm exhausted. Like I'm exhausted with Real Housewives of Atlanta. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But I am tired of seeing these two bozos keep fighting. And I mean, <laughs> bozo, it, them, is, it is like a bum fight. I'm it like, is girl, like I don't Spider-Man care. Pouring that Spider-Man. It's like we don't both care. Both of y'all some damn bozos. Both of y'all. Fuck Toya. Uh, <laughs> Right. Yeah, no reason. <laughs> right. I was just, just, just say for, I mean, I agree with you. Uh, <sighs> I'm sorry. This shouldn't be that funny, but it's like, it came out of nowhere. <laughs> Fuck her. Like, why, why but, you bring up her? I don't know, girl. But, um, and then we get toy, we get Toya and hit with the Toya versus Heavenly. We get Heavenly still screaming at Anila, Anila trying to defend herself, which Anila, you didn't need to defend yourself to Heavenly at because all. fuck Heavenly's opinion. At all. Um, and and I, everybody else is in the house, and then Contessa, Contessa just—I I appreciate Contessa. I could Contessa just left you like I already know. He's what's like, coming. girl, I'm out. I gotta go. I'm like, I already know you. what's coming. I'm finna go in here in the house with the husbands and and Jack yeah. and everybody else. I'm finna go get me a. I'm finna go get me a juice like these kids. I ain't got time. Come for on, shit. I need a juice box. Where y'all get the juice boxes from? <laughs> uh, then, so it was it was just a mess. And again, it's just. Heavenly, like I, uh, I, I put it like this. I understand why people like Heavenly because mm-hmm. she a bozo, she but she is funny, and she you do need somebody who is funny. I'll be a bozo. You do need somebody funny on these shows, but Correct. she is such a trash motherfucker. She is so trash. Yes, absolutely. She, but you know, I appreciate I appreciate people that's like, look, I love, I know Heavenly trash, and I ain't gonna defend her. I just like that she funny, and I appreciate that. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, she do, she do, she do make me laugh. She made me shake right. my head because she a goddamn bozo. But she do make but me she laugh. She make you laugh. Yeah. But gosh, she's so damn trash. And she don't know where to shut the hell up. She don't. And I'm like, it's amazing to me that why, why you just not read the room? I'm like, baby, read the room. It's like you showed up with Damon, but every time, any other time, and shit, even sometimes Damon can't even handle you. Sometimes, right? And it's, it's like, just like, girl, just. Like you got the cause you it's like it's amazing that you just can't shut the hell up and leave well enough alone. It is like amazing. at all. It's like what do I have to do? So can I tell you it was it was hilarious when she interviewed um Melody on her show and wasn't on um Martel's side, but Melody's side. That was literally not on my bingo card when it comes to heavenly. Right, I really thought she would have been like, Oh, you could have did something better, and she wasn't. She was like, He's a piece of shit. I'm like, I am wow okay we, we I'm here that. i'm about to watch that i was like wow i wasn't expecting it i was like huh uh, you, i'm about like, to watch that that don't but, seem um, like something out of her playbook right but um 
moving on to episode five, um, it was pretty much a light episode. It just picked up where the fold left off a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. they sent they sent um hit Simone and Cecil and you know the other son they sent Michael off to college, you know, off the Lee University. It was bittersweet. Um, you know. I, you know, on some level, I can understand that because, you know, my, uh, when I went off to school, um, even though I, you know, the college I went to, it was community college that wasn't too far from, you know, where you were far, living? from where I was living. So I was able to commute, but, you know, my mm-hmm. dad, you know, he was, you know, I wasn't in the house as much because I was going to school and working. Um, and then when I moved from home to here in Atlanta, you know, you know, my dad, you know, express, you know, it is, you know, different not having me there. And then, you know, I express, mm-hmm. you know, it's different, like not being around my dad and stuff. So, you know, I understand yeah. that on both sides. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, what really stood out to me, because again, it was a, episode five was like, what stood out to me is when Scott, I mean, not when Scott, um, when Damon and Eugene visited Scott mm. at Scott and Contessa's practice. Mm-hmm. And we got more insight um, about um, um, the counseling. And what really stood out to me was uh, Damon's, who honestly didn't surprise me, but Damon and um, Scott's thoughts on counseling and basically like how anti they were about it. And mm-hmm. that, again, um, like me, you know, me and Candace said before that we kind of had to eat a bit of our words um, about how we felt about Scott and con- uh, Contessa's uh, situation from you know when it was happening last season mm-hmm. he not wanting the therapy but also acknowledging that they still got issues but again so being anti-therapy is a major red flag very that, major red flag that caught me weird too because I'm like wait a minute you know you have problems but you don't want to fix them i'm like you don't like, you see don't the benefit of the therapy counselor. i'm like right. so as somebody who has a therapist i could have just told them you do realize sometimes it takes you might have to change therapists you could actually do that you could try group counseling it's like sometimes your first time going to a therapist is not going to be a good fit you just got to try another therapist like what the and, hell and i agree but see my thing is and i think damon kind of he he wasn't necessarily speaking for Scott, but I think he spoke for Scott anyway. Because remember mm-hmm. in that confessional when they was talking about, you know, when him and Heavenly went to a therapist and Damon was like, you know, the therapist was just, you know, basically, you know, always taking Heavenly's side. And I think that mm. w- that's that's what it is with Scott. He not necessarily. I think it's not. Now you're right, Stephanie. It just could be that that particular therapist they had wasn't the right fit for them. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I think it's more of he didn't want to hear what that therapist had to say about where he went wrong. Yeah. Now again, like me and Candace said, they what Contessa messed up was not wanting to do what she did. But we have to be honest, she did blindside she her did. family. I, she she did blindside them with this. She did. Now. How now Scott reacted to it terribly. Oh, he reacted terribly. And like I said, we had to eat a little bit of our words. He reacted terribly. His reaction to it was terrible. But Contessa did blindside them with this. So they was in they started off from a rocket space. But I think what it is is that I believe that that therapist probably, and again, I'm not we, you know, I'm just speculating here. I'm pretty I believe that that therapist was trying to tell both Scott and Tessa, hey, this is where you 
you know, erred, and this is where you erred. And I think Contessa, even though she is just as stubborn and pig-headed, well, not pig-headed, <laughs> but she is, what's the word I'm looking for? Help me out, Stephanie. She is- No, uh, it's pig-headed. She's stubborn. She doesn't yeah, think she did anything she, wrong. She, it's like, he should yeah. just support me unconditionally. Yeah. And it's like, I don't feel like he isn't supporting you, but I think if you were just saying, I'm going to go, I'm just going to go to school, but you're not including your husband, not- asking for his permission because i don't think that's what it is i think she just didn't consider him or consider how much this was going to be because there's no on way the, you can have like right you can't have three children you're trying to rebuild your um relationship with your dad and so what's going to happen when you have to go to school and on top of that going to school out of state i'm like i'm sorry i feel like something's wrong here they didn't have a plan and they didn't have a chance to have a plan because she came out of she just made the decision and just wanted him to rubber stamp her and i'm like and what he fucked up is like he he read it to it terribly terribly he read it to it terribly. Did y'all talk about that? I feel like y'all didn't talk about it. And see, you probably that's just the went okay they didn't, they didn't, and then yeah. stuff sort of coming up. I'm like, and I think that's where they fucked up. Like they they didn't when it happened, he just went along with it because he didn't want to seem like an ass, but he was being him. an ass. He was being a passive aggressive ass. Correct. He just went along with it. And then she, you know, thinking everything okay. But you know, again, he him being passive aggressive, she saw okay, this ain't really working out, and then yeah. they tried to like nigger rig a plan on the fly, and it didn't work. So, can I just also say this? I feel like why well, I just lose my train of thought, but she is a very interesting person. Um, she did the thing that I wish people would stop doing. Because she said, if this was him, I would have just did it. And I'm like, so you cannot walk around as a grown-up actually having this juvenile thinking that um, people should just do what you would do. And I'm like, but are you actually going to sit here in my face and say, if Scott just up and said, I'm going to go to school in another state, you're not going to have a problem? Girl, stop lying. Stop lying. Mm. It's actually, like actually you are the you are probably the first person I think that has said that because like I mean listen no shade but <laughs> the conversation about this on Twitter from last season I was like okay y'all okay Child, I had to step uh, out there's a lot of hashtags that I stepped out of Mary to Madison okay. was one so <laughs> let's see from just from 2020 let's see Potomac I stepped out Mary to Medicine I stepped out the year before Beverly Hills I stepped out it was like see y'all being super see, weird but, but and see, I this can't is, do this yeah because like, listen this is what happens when you mm, well, I'm gonna say some real shady cool um let's just say um when you have to um, keep up a certain brand, Child. you say a lot of stuff that you say a lot uh, of stuff. You be like, "Wait, man, I know you, people, you don't." When you got to keep up way. a certain brand. A lot of people say a lot of stuff that don't really make no damn sense uh-huh. uh, because my whole and my whole thing was, and I think me, Candace, and Curtis were kind of in agreement. Our whole thing was, we're not saying that Scott isn't being. You know, again, he's reacting and handling it wrong. Wrong. But at the same time, bro, you cannot sit here and tell me that someone just up and saying that I'm gonna go to school and not sitting down and with you and formulating okay. a plan. Like that's not gonna be difficult. And I understand. I get it. I do. In especially cis relationships, a lot of times women are 
taking on more labor than men. I understand that. But, bruh, if Contessa is just up and doing this and they don't sit down and have a plan, which, honestly, we clearly see that she did not say, okay, I I want to do this. Again, like you said, not asking for permission, but saying, I want to do this. Here's how I think we can work it out. Yeah. Now, what do you think, Scott? So let's, you know, I'm brainstorming how we can do this. You know, what ideas do you have? Let's see, can we work this formulate out? Obviously, they did not do that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Contessa had no idea, no plans on them doing that. Yeah. And saying that if the roles were reversed, okay, I hear you, but the roles aren't reversed, aren't reversed. in this situation. I'm sorry, but they died. Scott was, again, Scott was definitely wrong in handling it, but bruh, Contessa threw a monkey wrench in a game plan and they Pretty couldn't much, savage yeah. that shit. I was like, are we watching the same That's show? That's what I was okay, like. Listen, I'm like, bro, we're not watching the same show. <laughs> are we watching the same show? Because I'm like, uh, I don't know anybody that would just be like, so yeah, I enrolled in school and I'm going to start in the fall and we have three children. Also, we're also doctors. So we have careers. It's like, wait a minute. It's like, y'all not going to sit and play in my face and say that you would be okay if your husband just came home and said, so I enrolled in school and I start in the fall, y'all didn't have a conversation. It's like, why didn't the conversation start with, I think I want to go back and get my degree. You didn't even involve him in, you didn't follow him in the conversation. Like, I don't understand. I'm like, I feel like I'm the crazy one here. I'm like, why didn't you just talk to them? Why didn't you just talk to him? Right. Because then he started being passive aggressive. And it's like, so now you're being childish. Yeah, so he definitely those cracks have always been there, but this is just... Yeah, and the see, opening, that, and and see, going back to the therapy, and I mean, obviously, you know, as we've seen the previews, and you know, late on the season, he, you know, honestly, it seemed like he pulled the Martell. Um, uh-huh. I think the, I think he didn't want to go to therapy because he wanted to hear the therapist say, "Contessa, this mm-hmm. is where you messed up," but he didn't want to hear the therapist say, "Scott, this is where you messed up," because Correct. in his mind. I don't, he, in his mind, he don't think he did anything wrong, and it's like, yes, you did. Contessa did too, but Scott, you absolutely could have reacted. That a you lot you behaved better. poorly. Yes. All you had to do. Why didn't y'all have a conversation? Because you actually could have. I feel like if you were emotionally mature enough, you could have said, mm, "Tess, I'm like, mm, I, I'm like, mm. I don't want you to think that I'm not supportive of you. I am. But what hurt my feelings? See, use the words. What hurt my feelings is that you did not." talk to me about this situation you don't need my permission that's not what you're asking for but you picking up school along with your job that's adding more stuff to me and it was like i wasn't being considered you don't have a you don't have a nanny anymore so what are you going to do now on the other hand i do agree with you that this is exposing more stuff than that was already there because when Mm -hmm. Confessor said that nigga didn't get her now for her birthday i was like ooh. See, this ain't Ooh. new. This ain't new. So, and I see, and I feel that's why he didn't want to go to counsel no more because that counselor was going to dig, dig, he's going to dig, he's going to dig out that wound. It's like, and it, look, and it, and it was going to be revealed that Scott, you ain't always been the best man and husband. Correct. It's like, that's the problem. And I think that's why people don't want to go to therapy because it's like, yep. yeah, the only way a wound can heal is if you dig out everything in there it's yep. like it's not going to heal if it's just sitting yep. on top of it see i, I feel like that therapist is going to say now nah, scott now nah, contessa did you know mess up and you reacted to it terribly but this seems to be like contessa's one fuck up a whole mm-hmm. as opposed to your mini and i that's why that's what he didn't want to hear and i think that's why right. he didn't want to do no therapy no more right 
because when you saw Dr. Damon saying, oh, yeah, that's why I didn't want to go to therapy. And I'm like, yep, that told yeah, you all I'm you not surprised know. about this at all, because Damon, even though I think he's probably one of the lesser of evils of husbands on that show, I'm not fooled. I'm not fooled at all. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that and that's really all that stood out for episode five, because like I say, it really was just... Um, you know, for the most part, mostly focused on sending heavenly, um, you know, sending uh, Cecil and uh, Simone's sons, uh, Michael, off to college, to Lee mm-hmm. University. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which, which, speaking of which, you know, congratulations to him. You know, hopefully he has a very successful. Uh, and he got a scholarship. Congrats. Yeah, like, scholarship. So, you know, hopefully, you know, hey, you live out his dreams and his passion for basketball. Maybe we'll see him in the NBA one day. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but that was it for Married to Medicine. And that's been it for this episode. Because um, yep. we've been going on long, you know, pretty long. And uh, it's y'all ain't shit. It's y'all <laughs> fault that we had to come and drag y'all ass. It's y'all's <laughs> fault. God damn it. But as Brooke Ashley says, but I digress. <laughs> uh, but it, but th- Stephanie, thank you for coming through and filling in for Candace. Um, it was a pleasure to have you. Yeah. And tell people where they can find you for the one time. Oh, please. Thank you so much for having me. I always have fun. You can find the Mocha Minutes podcast wherever you find um, catch your podcast, except for SoundCloud. Those are for the rappers, not for the podcast. Um, you can follow the show same handle facebook instagram twitter at mocha minutes you can follow me on twitter at sunny quote that don't look at my likes judge your mother okay all right listen uh i, I judge my even, judge your mother like leave I, me i alone. can't even say that because my bookmarks are filthy ooh, it's like ooh. all right listen y'all i mean y'all like, how did you, yeah child somebody i i had bookmarked something with that them dudes doing the silhouette challenge you're like what the I'm like leave me alone it's funny listen uh <laughs> if, if my bookmarks ever get out lord you was be like what they'd be like what do jeremy be looking at right, Filth. listen, filthy mcfilterson but listen well. mind, mind your business um but anyway thank you <laughs> thank you stephanie for filling in i will be back next week with another guest again Boom. as uh, candace is out on maternity leave again Yay. welcome in baby Taj into the world uh, thank you all for being supportive. Again, tell a friend to tell a friend about not only the show, but as the network as a whole. Go to flawlessnoisesmedia.com. Um, and yeah, get yourself, get with the winning team. Um, don't be, be a greater hoe and not a hater hoe. And we'll see you back next week.